Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is I, Mystic Robert, a.k.a. Robert Jackson, and thank you for tuning in to the Station Square Podcast. So, yeah, I just had to do a little, um, neat little intro there. But anyways, yeah, welcome to the podcast, and, um, yeah, for all of you out there who are still, um, either if you're resting or if you're still working during, um, the Memorial Day weekend. Happy Memorial Day. I hope all of you are staying safe out there and continue to do your part. And, um, yeah, respect to the fallen and those that um, have unfortunately passed on. But um, to make light of, you know, this difficult time or weekend, um, how about a little podcast to cheer up, to lighten up the mood? So, um, uh, today... um, usually have voice actors and artists and content creators on my um show but today we're gonna this is gonna be a little um we're gonna change things up a little bit because um we have or at least one of the guys for this anime blog um i'm not sure if a lot of people have really checked out but um yeah um i think this guest that i have with me today should shed a little more insight about what they do and you know what their blog mainly pertains to and all of that good stuff and they have a little podcast of their own so yeah would you like to introduce yourself to the masses of people out there and um yeah tell us a little more about yourself and yeah let's get this show on the road my special mysterious guest <laughs> mystery guest Whew. so yeah anyways take it away my good sir um yeah sure uh hello my name is uh, a goldman you might know me uh, as one of the founders for DNA Anime Blog, uh, as you guys, as my as my podcast host just said, uh, we are a pretty we're a blog page that does a lot of different things, reviews, and uh, all kinds of anime. We do uh, we watch as well as uh, do a podcast, uh, Nerds of the Decade, which we just uh, we just shot our first episode up on YouTube. So uh, yeah, we are uh, pretty well known bloggers now. We've been around for about five years now. Uh, we go to conventions and we have our own music production. Um, we have our own music production section. We do all of our original music, original videos. Uh, most of the stuff that we do reviews on is copyrighted. So that's like Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Super, all the anime stuff. Uh, we have permission to do all that stuff. Um, but yeah, we're a pretty known one on board anime blog. So uh, that's what we do. Uh, my other partner in crime or my other, uh, the other founder, his name is Dante Lewis. Uh, he is our he is our other founder. So it's the two of two of us, uh, myself and Dante, who run and created uh, DNA Anime Blog. So yeah, that's uh, a little bit about just a little bit about us. Right. Cool. Cool. So, yeah, what does an average day consist of for? At least specifically for you, I don't know, I'm, I can't really speak for Dante, but um, yeah, how does it usually go for? At least, uh, if, when you're, whenever you're operating the blog, or just you know your everyday day to day life. Well, so normally, what I would do, and at least in 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 the reviews and the stuff that I've done, um, and the two of us have different styles, so we will coordinate usually with each other, and uh, we'll do either something together, or sometimes we'll do things separately, um, and we'll post on social media. Usually, I base, try to base my reviews off of whatever Dante is doing, uh, writing, or whatever story he's currently doing, and then I will do a review on the anime uh, version of 
that, or sometimes we'll work together and do an end review together, and we'll both have our uh, have our thoughts or opinions on shows um, and share with our audience. Um, and then we also like to kind of keep it a little neutral um, because we don't want to start any crazy arguments online. You know how the internet is. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, my stuff, I usually do a lot of live stuff on Instagram um, and I go live and I do product reviews and figures and I talk about a lot of anime shows and some of the stuff that I've watched. Um, and then also we do talk about manga as well. Um, and then Dante has his uh, writing series called A Founder's Thoughts, uh, which is really fascinating. We both kind of uh, chip in and and he writes up and uh, puts up thoughts on different shows that we both have discussed or talked about. Um, so that's usually how it goes with the two of us. And we're kind of very coordinated with each other. We usually do the same topics or cover uh, the same topics and the same anime. Um, so yeah, it's that's pretty much how it is usually. Um, and then we're also very interactive, so we like to hear back from our audience. Um, any feedback is always welcome. So that's what you mainly do for the anime blog, correct? If there's any yeah, more... Yeah. yeah, well, so right now, yes. Um, normally we'd be going to conventions and cons around this time of year, but as you know, since, uh, since COVID hit, uh, there hasn't been any way to uh, go to conventions currently. Um, so yeah, I mean, but most of you as of now, we've been doing a lot of online stuff and reviews, um, and also the figures, you know, the PVC figures, uh, for anime. Um, but we do want to, we're trying to branch out to get, uh, actors and, uh, people to actually, ch uh, jump in and join us on talking with this stuff. And that's kind of why we started launching a podcast. Um, yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. So, um, what is um, so when you're not doing the blog, what do what do you mostly do? So myself, I have a I do have a job outside of uh, outside of the blog. Um, I do work retail. Uh, that's my job outside of outside of DNA, outside of the blog stuff. Um, and it's not really something that it's kind of boring. I, I feel like <laughs> retail is. You know, you know, retail is not nothing great. It's just work on customers and products and stuff like that, you know. Okay, so I guess we can truly, let's get down to the main Q&A show. It's time for the Q&A section, session, okay. like you would at a convention. <laughs> so, yeah, um, so I That's guess right. we can. Yeah, so I guess my first question is kind of, you know, the generic, how did you get started with, you know, so-and-so with X and Y? So, um, yeah, how or where, when did this all begin for you? Like, how did your, I guess, passions or creative roots first stem from your earliest memories, long before you, um, you guys started up the anime blog? So when did you first start getting interested or how did, uh, actually, no, wait, um, how did you, um, what was your first exposure to like all of this creative uh, media that we're consuming today? Like anime, animation, movies, um, games, books, you know, all that stuff. So how did you first get um, exposed to this wonderful entertainment medium or like first taste of, you know, the industry that we're all 
just geeks and nerds that we're indulging ourselves into. So when did this all begin for you? So for particular me, for me, the earliest memory I have is Power Rangers. That's the earliest memory I have as a kid. Um, watching the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. That was kind of where it started. And this is before I knew about anime or Japanimation or Toonami or any of the stuff that you see. Um, that's my earliest memory uh, of anime. And that's before I even knew that Power Rangers came to there was was even from Japan. Because um, originally I had no idea. And I saw the, uh, the Mighty Morphin that had aired here in the United States um, which was kind of like the goofy, funny, you know, where they, they would jump up and you'd see that the, the obvious you know, giant toy in the background that was the Megazord. <laughs> um, and it was kind of supposed to be funny, whereas like the Japanese version is more serious. But I never knew that as a kid. So I grew up watching um, Power Rangers. And then later on, uh, when I was old, a little older, uh, I think I was either middle school or high school, I uh, found out about uh, Digimon, and that was like during the time when Pokemon cards and all that stuff was, you know, that was all the rage um, back then, uh, and that had like just gotten started, um, and somehow I found out about Digimon before, I, or it was around the same time I think Pokemon came out, actually, um, and I got into Digimon, and that was when I kind of fell in love with anime and animation, um, and then shortly after that, years after that, um, I had, I had uh, gotten into being an artist, I had drawing and stuff like that. Um, and I went to go draw. And I think around that time, um, that was when I heard, if someone mentioned an art teacher of all people, mentioned Naruto to me. And I got more into animation uh, as time passed. And I found about Naruto. And then uh, eventually Dante told me about conventions. And um, I would watch Toonami when it came on in, in the 90s. Um, I can't remember how I, I think I watched the first episode. I, I think I watched Dragon Ball Z was the first time I like found out about Toonami over a friend's house because he had had cable at that time. And I didn't have cable, so I couldn't get Cartoon Network or any of the shows. And that was like my first experience with Toonami um, because I used to watch all of this stuff on uh, WB and uh, Fox and stuff like that. Um, they used to have Jet X and, and all the old um, Saturday morning cartoons that would come on on the WB uh, back in the day. Um, so I didn't really get exposed to anime till, till a lot later on in life, uh, honestly. Um, I had watched, you know, Batman the Animated Series for a long time. Uh, and then it, was, it wasn't until probably closer to high school that I really got deeper into anime uh, and knew more, learned more about it. Um, so, yeah. Mm. That's kind of how I got started. But the blog as a whole, the blog as a whole started back in 2016. Um, and uh, we originally weren't, we were, our original plan was not to be a blog page. We originally just wanted to find a place to post photos uh, and just have photos for people to look at because people asked us when we go to cons, oh, well, what do you guys do with the photos? And we we're like, well, we just kind of, they were just memories. We just would hold on to them as memories and, and we had fun taking pictures. And we liked seeing people dressed up, but we didn't really do anything with them. So then we had an idea to post them somewhere uh, to let people see them, kind of like an art gallery. But what we didn't realize was that that kind of page turned into something a lot larger. It ended up being a whole blog page we didn't count on creating at first. Um, but when people started liking what we were posting, then it 
it kind of blew up into this whole what you see now. <laughs> um, and we started going to attending more conventions and meeting actors. And so, yeah, that's kind of how DNA started. Oh, so how could you, how would you describe your childhood? Well, I mean, if you, if you ask me personally, I'd say it was, it was awesome. I mean, some of the greatest anime ever aired on television. Um, and I got to hear some of the people that, some of the, the coolest voices ever uh, on television, if you ask me. Um, that's how I would put it, at least. <laughs> I kind of wish I could go back to that point in time. You don't hear, uh, don't hear that stuff nowadays. So it's not the same now. Yeah, especially, you know, with this whole, um, I guess, the new technology. I mean, not to say that as we're progressing um it's not to say that it's all bad but with the technology is like um yeah it's a lot more complex and complicated it's really hard difficult to explain or narrow it down because um we try not to steer into you know controversial topics but um i'll just say that it was a much simpler time you know when you could just wake up on saturday mornings and just eat cereal or yeah whatever you do in your pjs jammies and you look like a hot mess and you could just watch your favorite cartoons or anime in your case for like two, three hours. Or sometimes you stay up late to watch anime on Toonami and it's like, ah, oh, man, those, those were the days. But hey, at least we're connecting to, you know, the industry and the people who made these shows happen. So at least there's always a plus side, um, as we get older. So yeah, um, and you mentioned, you know, um, watching shows and all of this, um, you know, anime and stuff when you were a kid. For me, I never stopped loving animation. Cartoons, just, you name it, Toy Story, um, you know, the Pixar stuff, Disney, um, Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon, those, those were my jam. Um, yeah, when I would watch, you know, a lot of the favorite shows and cartoons, we'll, we'll talk about more um, later on in the interview, but yeah, that was how... I practically got inspired and where my creative juices is where, you know, it all originated. So, yeah, nice to know that the blog is going well and it's going um, running smooth so far. And yeah, so how did you actually come up with, you know, the username, username, or how did you come up with the name for, you know, the blog out of curiosity as the online alias? Well, that's funny you say that the name has kind of a pretty funny and kind of interesting story behind it we originally kind of were watching at the time i believe i was watching the funimation channel because it was still on verizon bios's uh network they still had a channel 262 was the channel for the uh, funimation channel back in the day for when it used to air on the verizon bios on the cable uh, network um and we were i think i was watching watching it and looking at like Ruby promos and all different stuff uh, back then. And we are like, hey, if we're going to create a blog, we need a name. And I was like, we, we kind of wanted to do something cool because we had seen the Toonami promos and how Toonami did stuff uh, back in the 90s. And we're like, you know, we want it to be kind of catchy and something interesting that people would, uh, would want to jump in and say, hey, this is awesome. Let's you know, see what, what these guys have to say or see, uh, see what's here and kind of take interest in it. Um, 
so we kept thinking and we kept throwing ideas around and we're like, oh, you know, we thought of a couple of things. We're like, anime nuts. And we're like, nah, nah, that doesn't sound right. And we kept kind of tossing just stuff back and forth. And all of a sudden, uh, one of us was like, hey, how about DNA? And uh, we're like, yeah, that's, we're like, we're like, yeah, that's perfect. And it's like, our names, you know, both Dante and Aaron, my name's Aaron and, and uh, his name's Dante, who, who's our uh, second founder, our second half of DNA. Um, so, you know, the DNA just kind of, it worked because our, our first name, uh, and then also we wanted something catchy that people would, would associate with it. So we came up with the phrase, it's part of you. Uh, and if you know anything about DNA or about kind of, uh, uh, kind of uh, the body and then, and stuff like that, you know, that DNA is, is your makeup, your personal makeup. So it kind of works with the anime because anime was something that we fell in love with as kids as 90s kids so you know dna anime blog it's a part of you just kind of fell right together and that's kind of how the name kind of came to be <laughs> um our logo kind of was uh we kind of designed that after the fact uh we couldn't spell the whole thing dna out because someone had already done the dna uh the normal way spelled with the d the end and the a and so we had to use an ampersand or a symbol in between because the other stuff was already copyright, copyrighted at the moment. Um, so in order to be able to copyright our logo, we had to uh, have it something unique and something different. And that's kind of how we uh, how we came, got our logo and kind of designed our logo. Um, and we have different versions of our logo. We also now have a DNA Studios, which is our YouTube channel. Um, and that also has its own uh, slogan and its own kind of uh that's for our for our youtube channel for our, for our videos that has its own its whole other own logo and whole other uh, story behind it <laughs> so yeah um that's how our logo got started um and that's how you came up with the name yeah it's kind of how we got our name yeah two of us were very interesting and, yeah dna my one is i feel like loki i'm finna steal that I'm about to steal it someday. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is copyrighted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's fair. So yeah. Um. So how can you describe um your first exposure or your first taste, first um experience or getting your first taste of the internet? So how did you actually get your start? Um, I guess online, if that's the right. Well. Right? Well, I mean, I had always kind of we, we the two of us had always kind of been on the internet. We've we we've we're '90s kids, so I mean, we remember back in the 2000s when the internet was still young and stuff. But at that time, we never really had the idea to really do a blog page. Um, and I never was big on social media, so um, I guess I guess uh, using the internet wasn't a big deal. It was just um, learning how to do all the stuff that's required for running a blog page and kind of starting a business and starting uh a starting kind of a, um, a community if you will uh was new because we're new to to a lot of stuff uh we had never done anything like this before uh, and we're still learning even now you know uh doing the doing the podcast and um discord and and all the different um reddit and you know twitter and facebook and all that stuff we're always learning new tricks and techniques i just learned about a new social media thing a couple days ago so you know um, but other than that, I mean, it's not complex. I'd say if you really, the only thing about it is if you really want to do anything on the internet, you really, really have to put in the time. Uh, it takes a lot of time and 
uh, make sure you have a good idea and make sure that it's something you can do it in a way that's different from uh, a lot of other people because right now a lot of people are doing streaming and Twitch and you know, social media stuff. So you really want to have a different kind of approach to it than uh, someone else does. So you can make yourself stand out a little bit and kind of gain a crowd and an audience. Other than that, yeah, I mean, uh, the internet is, is a vast and huge universe. <laughs> yeah, I know next to nothing about Twitch streaming, and I don't know anything about how to stream, so I'm I'm going to probably ask for help around the community. Yay, <laughs> the joys of, you know, um, marketing and connecting and networking with people, I guess. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, that's where Discord comes in because we found a lot of oh, people Discord. on Discord who, like, Discord, you wouldn't believe how helpful some of the people on Discord are because some of the people there do uh, stream uh, pretty often uh, and they're Twitch streamers and they're pretty experienced uh, with streaming. So, because I'm like you, I know not much about streaming. Um, so, you know, to me, that was a whole new thing. Uh, I had watched YouTubers and, and, have so so watch YouTubers and stuff, but never knew really what it took to actually become one. Um, let alone doing kind of streaming or live video. Um, and Instagram, I kind of just fell into Instagram because like, oh cool, you know, I have an iPhone, so I was like, well, I'll just turn on my camera and start talking. <laughs> you know, I didn't realize how tricky it really be. You know, you know, right? <laughs> um, so yeah. Um... I guess since, yeah, we remember when we were on the old anime Toon Zone forums and, you know, all of those old websites. I mean, their websites are still around. Um, I know some of them have kind of went defunct, but yeah, the community is still growing very strong even to this very day. So that's always a plus. So, yeah. Uh, okay. Upon first starting out and looking at where you're at right now, did you guys expect to become at least semi-well-known over the last few years with your blog and stuff and such? We were, so to be honest, we were shooting for, uh, we were shooting to be decently, a decently well-known page. Not, not, the, not the best or anything like that. And definitely not, we didn't have any idea that it would get to where it is now. Um, we were lucky if people would just visit our, uh, visit our content and visit our page to be in the beginning. Um, we weren't really sure if anyone is ever going to really be interested in it. So the fact that it did as well as it did five years later and that conventions and people actually want to hear from us, that's impressive. That, that like, we are so grateful, um, that everyone actually likes the stuff that we put out. Um, even if some of it can be a little controversial sometimes, um, or, you know, some people have a different opinion or whatever doesn't matter just the fact that people are interested enough to start a conversation about some of the stuff and also uh and also just talk about it and view our stuff is i mean that's fantastic we couldn't ask for for any more you know definitely i feel you there um yeah um let's see in all of the years that you've been doing this what have been some of your best or personal favorite experiences or moments upon you know starting up the website and if you want to say your other favorite moments um you can also say them describe them here if you like if you'd like to so if you're asking me personally i'd say my favorite moments are conventions um because a lot of the really good moments that we've had 
have been from going to cons and kind of talking to actors. Now we have had good experiences with fans. I can't, I cannot, uh, I cannot, uh, I cannot, um, uh, I can't leave that out because discord and a lot of social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, a lot of the fans we've had great interactions with, uh, online. Um, but I do like the conventions because you get to, to meet people in person. You just put a face to the name or a face to the Twitter handle or a face to the internet personality uh, that you have been interacting with. Um, so for me, a lot of the good uh, best moments have been with uh, conventions. One of the ones that sticks out to me is uh, it was, uh, I think it was Anime USA, I believe. We had gone to Anime USA. We had uh, met Bryce Papenbrook, who is the voice of Maliotis in Seven Deadly Sins and Aaron Yeager in um, Attack on Titan. Um, and I got recognized by him uh, the first time we met him, as well as a bunch of other people, our fans and community also came up and talking to us. Um, and that's one of the biggest moments that kind of sticks out to me because a lot of fans who knew who we were before we even introduced ourselves. Um, the convention kind of had already gotten to know us a little bit at that point because we'd been going to cons for a while. Um, and the actor, you know, he had only seen us at on Instagram, really. He hadn't really seen us in person. So for me, that's like a big, uh, that's like a wow, you know, we really are doing well if people are able to point you out in a crowd and say, hey, I know you, you're the dude from Instagram, <laughs> you know? <laughs> It's always nice whenever Senpai notices. I'm I'm kidding. It's always nice when you have, you know, an actor actually recognize you um, either through Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah, it's nice to be noticed. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what I'd say are my biggest ones. I can't say really the site has had, the site has gotten a couple awards, which are big moments. Like uh, we had won the Sunshine Blogger Award um, and I think a few other ones too. Um, and those were really, really awesome moments. We didn't realize that anyone would even nominate us for uh, any awards. And I have to speak uh, about that. And I, I can't uh, I can't leave that one out because it's a big one. Uh, not many people who start blogs actually get nominated for awards or are even around as long. Um, some blogs do get shut down, unfortunately, or they just don't work out in the end. Uh, so I feel like we've been very lucky with the community and with everyone who has kind of pitch in to give us advice or help us out or just um be a part of it and uh that's a huge that's a big thing you know sure for sure and it's nice to have good fan interaction meeting with yeah. your fans and whatnot yeah because you guys have grown a you know your own little community of people who are really supportive and are cheering you on from the sidelines so yeah it's yeah. always nice to have that support i always say you know we we, we can't we can't be who we are without all the fans and all the people that have supported us and encouraged us to keep doing this. So it's because of the fans that we can do what we, um, yeah, it's always nice to talk to actors and stuff like that, but the fans are what matter. Uh, if you don't have a, uh, if you don't have an audience, then you can't survive as a blogger or as a YouTuber. Um, it's really hard to make it without it, without anyone watching. Of course. So I guess we could talk about people who have inspired you, who are inspirations. Um, 
could you describe like role models? It doesn't have to be in voiceover and anime animation, but it could be people who also inspire you for like um, whether it's a content creator, an internet personality, uh, you know, YouTubers, uh, movie stars. Um, yeah, you could ju just say industry people who have personally inspired you to pursue your own, um, I guess, endeavors in life. Well, I'd say, first of all, I had to mention one big person who's a huge inspiration to me um, because of what they do and also who they are and kind of getting to actually meet them in person was was a huge deal and one of my childhood dreams and, and kind of, uh, it was awesome to meet uh, some of the childhood heroes that I looked up to in the 90s. Um, and that person has to go to Steve Bloom. Uh, the voice of Tom from Toonami and also uh, the voice actor who's known for his voice, his extremely amazing voice and just all the cool and, and amazing characters that he's played uh, over the years. Um, he's definitely one of the top people on my list, um, but there have been others as well. So there's a host of a ton of YouTubers who I watch on a daily basis who are inspiring. Um, and uh, also some of the other artists. So one of the people in Hollywood who I have to mention is Peter Collin. Uh, because of his voice, he used to do the Toonami uh, announcements and promos um, for like Marumi Kenshin and IGPX and a bunch of that. And that was also very, very inspiring as a kid. I remember hearing that, you know, hearing his deep voice uh, talking about, you know, uh, Yu Yu Hakusho or, um, or you know, the, the next show coming up on Toonami or anything like that uh, was a huge inspiration. Um, and at one point I thought, oh, maybe I should become a voice actor. And then later on I realized that, wow, it's not easy to get into voiceover uh, and it takes a lot to do it. And um, so I wouldn't say the dream died, it just changed a little bit. Instead of doing voiceover, I said, why not just do my own content talking about what I love? Um, and that's kind of where where I ended up now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because um, take it from me, I'm somebody who's um, who's been working online for three years, and I'm just now starting to take it more um, like growing a business and a brand out of this. And I'm still learning, and I'm still growing as an actor, and you know, as a person. And I'm you know somebody who's um pursuing this myself and um yeah it takes it takes people years it takes a long time to really get yourself established so um that's why always that's why people always say um if you truly love something go for it and just don't give up just don't let your dreams be dreams i'm sorry that i'm doing the shia labeouf thing but it's so true <laughs> Hey, man, I don't blame you. I always do the, 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 the fall down seven times, get up eight, you know, me speech. That's what I always refer to. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Mm. <laughs> there's, gosh. Like, there's so many people that I could, I would even list on just on my little ten fingers here. Um, it's just way too many to name. Um like voiceover actors and it's just an entire list on it and so on um you know like you mentioned steve bloom is a huge one because well first off love his voice 
second. Um, well, yeah, we'll talk more about anime and shows because there's one specific anime that he's in and I'd really love to talk and, you know, gush about. And you, I think you know the one that I'm referring to, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but not just that, he's a... Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, he has a great voice, but he's also a really just a terrific actor in general. Um, yeah, yeah, so Steve Bloom is a big... Yeah, Steve Bloom, like people who are um, well um, recognized and well beloved in the industry, like um, you know Matt Mercer. Um, let's you see. Got, you got uh, Kevin Conroy, who's the voice of Batman. Oh, yeah, Kevin Conroy, Mark yeah, Hamill. Mark Gosh, Hamill, yeah. yeah. Um, um, also, Lucy Christian, who does uh, Hestia for uh, Don Mashi. She's been in the industry since the nineties. Um, oh yeah, so yeah. Her and you got Monica Royal, who's been in it for a while. Who else? Uh, Chuck Huber, who does the voice of Android 18. You got a ton of people now who've been in it for a long time. What's um oh Christopher Savage, the voice of Vegeta? He is pretty amazing. <laughs> Sean Chow. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, going from the old days, going old school. So yeah, um the main biggest people that I look up to are um you know, there's writers and there's also artists and animators who really I mean it's kind of generic and it's kind of obvious Walt Disney and not only that, but there's also the Warner brothers animators and directors like, um, you know, there's Frizz Freelang, Chuck Jones, Bob Clampett, Tex Avery, and all of those guys. Um, Hannah Barbera, yeah. Hannah Barbera with the Tom and Jerry shorts. Um, <laughs> but yeah. 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 A, a picky in the brain. <laughs> I still like yeah. picky in the brain. Yeah. And you know, all of those great, great, great 90 shows. Um, and I will say that the biggest voiceover actors are the ones who are working in animation. Um, those are the one; those are the people that I felt inspired by. Like, um, you know, there's people like Mel Blanc, um, Tom Kenny, Charlie Adler, Billy West, Jim Cummings, Steve Bradley Baker, Rob Paulson, and yeah, like we mentioned, Kevin and Mark earlier. And there's just way too many names to even mention. You know, um, like Tara Strong, Gray Delisle, Kari Walgren. And there's just yeah. way too many. If I'm missing names, please forgive me. No, no, it's no. Just, you got a so lot talented. of those are, those are a lot of the ones that I'm familiar with too. Uh, a lot of people just mentioned. I've actually, uh, I've actually found out more about it. I never knew, knew a lot about them as a kid, but now, you know, that I've gotten more into it, I've found out a lot more about a lot of the people behind the scenes. Um, and it's incredible. A lot of those people are, are hugely uh, a big inspiration to anybody who has watched anime or who has. Um, who's in the industry or who's looking to get into the industry. Yeah, I like to watch behind the scenes content, but if there's one live action actor, um, he's sadly no longer with us, but Robin Williams, I just love Robin Williams. <laughs> he's a great, 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 great personality. Yeah, I adored Robin Williams. So if, and he also did voiceover, but if I want to pick one live action actor, it was definitely Robin. He also transitioned into voiceover, but yeah. He was a one of a kind, so I always look up to him as an inspiration. So, his uh, his yeah. his voiceover stuff was uh, incredible. Some of the genie worked on, yes, yeah. yeah. He was an incredible actor, yeah. Yeah, he was incredible. Yep. Yeah. So those are the biggest ones who really stand out to me. Yeah, without a doubt. So um. Do, 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 do. Um, so let's talk about, you know, conventions, um, because okay. there's a lot to discuss about conventions. So um, at least from your personal experiences. Um, yeah. So what have been your own personal experience? Like, when did you first start going to them? Um, 
you know, the best memories, even though you kind of already discussed that earlier. Um, favorite conventions and, you know, the best parts of going to one. And yeah, let's talk about positive convention experiences when you first started going um, and what, how they meant to you and where do you see the convention, um, you know, the whole industry, the convention scene going forward with this whole COVID-19 pandemic when things open back up eventually in the future. And when you first started going, where do you see the future of the convention scene? So that's a hard one because as to like, like it's easy to tell you when I first started and about the con as to where they're going who knows it's hard to say some of the bigger ones might downsize um some of them may stick around and then other ones might disappear depending on whether they can stay afloat as for when i first started i didn't start going to conventions until 2010 um so i actually didn't know about cons till like until till till uh till 2010 um before then i really didn't know much about conventions and didn't really know that they even had cons um best moments um most of the stuff that that i'd say were probably my best moments were a lot of the older cons uh back in 2010 and when i first started um those were some of the best because the the environment that the convention was held in it was kind of a niche thing not too many people knew about it and um there wasn't, it wasn't as crowded and there wasn't as much, you didn't have as many events packed into one place as you do now. Uh, with some, some of the bigger cons now, they pack way too many events into one uh, con. So you can't always see everyone you might want to see. You can't always go to every event you might want to go to. Uh, back when I first started going, there wasn't as many you know, panels or whatever uh, smushed together. So you could go from one voice actor to the next. You could inter you could talk to the actors. You had more time uh, in different panels. You could uh, you could go to the rave and not feel um, like you were in a cramped, sweaty, nasty <laughs> you know, room. Even though it was, it did get pretty sweaty back in the day too. You did get a little sticky in, and it was kind of in a basement area. Um, but it was still fun. There was a lot of stuff you could you could do the Congo lines in the in the raves, which you can't do now. Um, and there was just a, uh, a different feel to it than what you have now. Um, I think because it's gotten so large, uh, a lot of the cons are forced to do more. They're forced to put more restrictions and have more rules um, because they're controlling such a large amount of people. And you have to remember, too, anime kind of exploded um, when the nine, whole 90s thing hit. When people, when people got into the 90s, that's when... Um, that's when kind of anime and just everything kind of blew up. Anything not in the head with the '90s kind of got huge. Um, so when that whole '90s craze happened, anime itself kind of went global, um, and people just started getting into classic cartoons and anime and just kind of that whole genre of stuff. Um, which is, I mean, you know, that's it's not bad necessarily. It's just that for people who, I guess, for people who liked kind of the old days where it was a smaller crowd, um, you start to miss that. Uh, so that's kind of, I would say, my best moments uh, with conventions. As for like what it meant to me, I mean, it, it's pretty, pretty valuable thing, I'd say. To me, it means a lot because you get to see other people like yourself. And it's kind of a place where you get to be uh, more of yourself. Um, and for me, that was kind of a big thing was I wanted to be able to do kind of be more of myself and do something fun. Um, not that the stuff I was already doing wasn't fun, it was, but 
it was just kind of me kind of being in your, it's like you're in your own zone, you're in your own kind of, um, you're with people who kind of understand you more. And, um, you know, I, I grew up as a kid being the outcast. So anime was big to me because anime wasn't afraid of addressing being an outcast or, or being a nerd or being different. So the conventions were a huge thing because you didn't feel like you were so different from anywhere else. You kind of just fit in and you blended in. So, yeah. I'll be right back for a quick, for a really quick second. Sure. Okay, sorry about that, but um, yeah, I'm I'm really glad to know that you know yeah that part's gonna be edited out, but yeah, um, I'm so glad that you know conventions really meant a lot to you, and um, yeah, and who knows what the future holds for I guess the industry as we continue onward into the I guess the experimental process progress of the vaccinations, and let's see what if how it's gonna be.
Okay, are you still here? Uh, yes, I am. Yeah, I'm still here. Go ahead. I am so sorry. I had to get... I had to bring groceries in. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, um, I, I paused the... I stopped the recording for just one moment. Um, just so that you could do what you gotta do. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. That was completely unexpected. But yeah, anyways, um, where was I? Okay, yeah, conventions. Glad that they meant a lot to you. And, you know, you had a really good experience. And... You know, you got, um, oh, is it starting? You started again? <laughs> yes, I did. I just started again. Yeah, go ahead. So conventions, yeah, it's glad. I'm so glad that, you know, they really meant a lot to you and you got a good experience. They really meant something to you. And and if time permits, then we'll be able to go again and gather and neatly, um, you know, and connect and hang out with the nerds and the geeks again. Come on, where are all of my homeboys at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, hopefully, you know, all the cosplay and everybody, you know, hopefully once uh, things improve and once most of the cons uh, get back up and running, uh, yeah, we'll be able to all, uh, all, all, uh, all get back together again. It'll be, it'll be, hopefully it'll be fun to see all the cosplay and you know, that, that, that stuff that you don't usually get to normally see, the half-naked chicks walking around, the guys in loin cloths, and wow. all that okay. <laughs> wow, why'd you have to call some people out, dude? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to call anyone out. I'm just saying that's what goes on at cons. Sometimes. Not every con. Every con's different. Yeah. So. Um, we don't judge. We don't judge. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, unless if you're into that stuff, then hey, 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 we don't judge. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not anyway. trying to cross anyone under the bus here. It's like, you know, cosplay is, is all about doing what you love to do. And if you love to do that, go for it. <laughs> and cosplay is consent after consent after all. So yeah, anyways. Um yeah. uh do 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 so conventions, conventions. Yeah, from the times that I've been to conventions, um, I usually have a really good time. I always have good experiences meeting experiences meeting, you know, voice actors, artists and content creators, writers, and all of the guests that usually be appearing there. And all, and, and, and of course, you know, the incredible cosplayers and whatever they have, the mass masquerade events and the contests and all of that good stuff. Oh, they also show, like, um, movies and anime at, like, these projection screens, like, theater rooms. So that's always neat. That's nice. So, um, yeah, if you want to sit back and watch your favorite shows, and, yeah, it's it's good. It's all good. It's a good, it's a jolly good show. Jolly good show. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. And with the fascination rates and how we're, um, where we're heading towards, I have to say that it's getting better. I know we're not out of, we're not completely out of the woods just yet, but hopefully sometime soon um, we can, you know, at least gather and meet up with friends and family that we have not seen in well over a year oh my gosh if any of you young adults for all of you guys in the young adults group in a church that i for you know if all of you young adults out there um for all of my friends i'm just gonna give y'all a heads up and a shout out just i i, I really miss you guys i really miss y'all love you kiss kiss smooshes smooshes okay yeah, yeah. I'd, say, I'd say i'd have to give a shout out to all the fans cosplay and everybody out there too uh, the community a shout out because it's uh it's tough doing stuff at home without uh a fan base or without your friends or uh or everybody around it's more fun when you have more people involved so yeah i have to give a shout out to everybody out there 
Yeah. So you did mention you get input from the fans. So how do what are your how do you personally look at you know if they give constru constructive critique and you take it to heart and you apply it for you know your future, like any of the posts that you do from that moment forward, at least from so, this point forward. So a lot of times what we do is we'll do a, a poll on social media, whether it's like on Twitter or sometimes I've done them on Instagram um, or we'll do it on Facebook. And a lot of times that'll tell us whether or not uh, the fan base wants or likes something. In fact, we did this a few times with uh, the name for a podcast we did it with. Uh, we were having trouble thinking of a name for a podcast. We're like, hey, why don't we just let fans come up with something? We'll throw maybe one or two out there, but then we'll let the fans uh, we'll the, let the fans come up with a couple and we'll add them into a poll and let everyone vote on their favorite one. And Nerds of the Decade happened to be the winning name that won the name of our podcast. Uh, we're very interactive, though. So um, getting feedback is what we actually, that's what kind of runs and what kind of the blog is kind of, that's what kind of it, it that's kind of kind of fuels it is just your fan feedback and what people want to hear and what people want to see or what they want us to write about next. Uh, we've gotten requests for game, for video games. So we started doing retro gaming reviews because um, people want to hear about Sonic the Hedgehog. So, you know. Um, so yeah, feedback is kind of means a lot to us. Uh, any kind of feedback that we get, um, a lot of it means a lot. And then as for how we do it, a lot of times it's with interactive, whether it's uh, a video on Instagram or you know putting up a poll on social media or even writing. Um, Dante is our writer for a lot of the uh, the amazing articles you see written up. Um, he writes a lot of those with my help, of course. I input uh, different pieces of information or I'll look up stuff for him. And kind of help them out with, um, uh, with certain aspects of it. Or if we're talking about a show together, and two of us have two different opinions, we'll throw each of our opinions in there, and then uh, see how the fans uh, see what the fans think afterwards. Um, so yeah, it's it's very it's very kind of um, very interactive experience, uh, and that's that's kind of what uh, that's kind of how we work. <laughs> it's a lot of fun too. Yeah, nice. I can tell, definitely tell you guys are having fun because if you're not having fun, then what's the point? What purpose is there? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. So are there any plans for the future you want to discuss? Any upcoming projects or other work we can look forward to? Well, so right now, there's a couple things that I'm going to mention. Right now, we're looking to improve. Since we... To launch our first episode of our podcast before we got the mics, um, you will you will upcoming. There's big plans to improve upon the podcast as it goes on. Um, there are plans to do reviews, which is the there. It's going to be called DNA Studios. We have an opening and an ending uh, for that, which I will not tell you who the actor is or what to expect from the uh, endings or openings. But be pleasantly surprised, as there will be opening and endings to the DNA Studios and possibly to Nerds of the Decade, um, to the podcast. Um, things will improve. Things will get better. Uh, we are going to continue doing our, we were doing, I was doing uh, figures, anime figures, uh, reviews for Instagram. That will continue. That's going to probably be on, on our DNA Studios episodes for YouTube. And that'll be kind of our regular uh, reviews slash products slash anime chat. Uh, will probably be the 
uh, DNA Studios episodes, but then you're also going to have your Nerds of the Decade podcast where we kind of go more in depth. So look forward to that because that all will get better. Uh, and also look forward to us coming to conventions. We want to do a lot of, um, we want to go to a lot more conventions. Um, and then hopefully we're hoping to be able to sell merch. Uh, we do have shirts, uh, but we haven't been able to find a way to get them out to everybody. So we're hoping to do some stuff, maybe some shipping companies or find a way to do merch. Uh, and that's coming in the future. That may not happen right away, but eventually you will see merch uh, come out. So shirts and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that's, uh, that's our goal for right now. Yeah. Okay, nice. So do you have any favorite anime, shows, movies, games, books, video? Uh, yeah, I said games. So yeah, favorite anything. Favorite, um, you know, gush about your some of your favorite things and who are your who are your favorite favorite characters yeah your favorite all-time favorite characters from said media so okay so here's the thing favorites are hard uh for me at least personally because i watch so much stuff and i've read so much anime and i've read a lot of manga um and then also with media there's so much that i that we that we tend to go through as bloggers, that's really hard to pick favorites. Um, I do have characters that I like a lot. Um, and sometimes that changes. So just to list a few, um, for for one, I think I'll mention probably a lot of people's favorite character, Goku. Um, the 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 uh, From Dragon Ball Z, the legendary Goku. So he's one of my favorite characters. But also Trunks. And then you have, uh, you have um, people like Bell from uh, Don Machi. Um, you've got, uh, you've got Kakashi from Naruto, you've got Batman, of course, Twain, who's not an anime character, but still a favorite of mine. Um, so yeah, there's a, there's an Iron Man, there's a ton of other ones. Um, so yeah, it's really hard. And then also the other thing about favorites is names. There are so many, so much anime characters out there. So many characters that I like that I probably couldn't even name because there are so many of them that you forget if you haven't watched a show in a while you forget uh you forget you have to go back and watch it again um so uh yeah right now uh if you're you're asking me for two favorite if you asked me my two favorite female characters i would have to say it's between it's between goddess hestia and uh hatsune miku the vocaloid um are my two favorite uh female characters right now uh as for male yeah, uh, that's a tough one. It's probably going to be between Trunks and hmm. uh, I'd have to think about the second one because because uh, there's two in mind, but it's uh, it's a tie between them. So I have to get back to you on the second one. But Trunks would probably be my favorite right now. Um, but yeah, so favorites are very hard. I, I don't usually I don't normally um, pick. I don't normally have like a, a number one favorite or like. Uh, one that I like better than anybody else, just because there's so much that I watch. Um, currently, I'm following a show called uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, um, and I'm also reading the. I've read a little bit of the manga, which is a really, really cool show. Dark anime, but very, very good. Um, so, if anyone's heard of that, uh, that is a recommendation. <laughs> okay, dope. Um, yeah, I guess my favorite shows are usually, like I said. Um, it's either live action or cartoons, like animation. Um, right now I'm catching up with um, 
I just finished the first two seasons, two seasons of BoJack Horseman on Netflix. There's also Stranger Things, uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender, um, which was a show that I got into and. When I got a little bit older, I didn't really um, watch it on Nickelodeon back when it was airing um, when I was a kid because um, I was into, you know, SpongeBob, Jimmy Neutron, Rugrats, um, Fairly Odd Parents, and those shows. Um, but no, Avatar is great. Yeah, like I could just talk and gush about why it is such a good show. Um, yeah, it is um, one of the best um, examples of literature and storytelling that I've seen. Um, like, at least, you're talking Batman, the anime. We were talking Batman earlier, like, the animated series. Um, Avatar uh -huh. is a show that I'd say um, it holds up very well. There's, um, it has, you know, comedy. Um, it has, you know, a lot of drama. And, you know, there's even the stuff that, you know, a lot of fans remember because they can not stop reaching for the, t for the tissues. Um, yeah, for all of you Avatar fans out there, you know the ones I'm talking about. <laughs> Yeah. If I remember um, correctly, I believe the actor who plays in uh, Avatar The Last Airbender, the animated series, I believe he now does the voice of Aku for um, Samurai Jack. Because the original oh, yeah. for Samurai Jack passed away not that long ago. Just really oh, sad. yeah. Um, yeah, because they did an episode in honor of Mako, um, the original actor. Um, mm -hmm. because he played Iroh, but then um, in season three, um, the new guy stepped in and you can't really tell the difference, really. So he did such a good job with Iroh because um, he was his understudy, which definitely really helped a lot. Yeah, because I can't really hear the difference between, you know, his take on, you know, Iroh and Aku and the original, the original actor. So he did a good job. Yeah, and that's, um, that's I think, Frieza, I believe, for Dragon, Ball for Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball Super. They had people step in and uh, people who are just as good at doing Frieza as the original and you barely tell <laughs> oh definitely like damon mills and you know all of those guys but yeah avatar um samurai jack i think that was the reason why um if they hadn't have gotten you know his replacement um find a replacement actor for aku i don't think we would have would have never gotten season five of samurai jack at least as far as i know i, I have um, to tell you that that samurai jack uh out of all the characters in samurai jack i do like jack right but i also liked aku because of the fact that he funny <laughs> he was just he's a he's a villain right but how often do you find show with a villain who's he's both evil but he's also both comical at the same time a very rare combination but also very well done <laughs> yeah i mean um there's plankton but i don't really consider him to be like you know the big i mean unless if you count the first movie of spongebob but yeah the same still applies yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I, I get where you're coming from. There are a lot of cartoon villains who are both like they're they're funny and they're they're evil, right? But something about Aku stood out to me that the way that the character was played and the way that he was portrayed, like, yeah, you still get that dark, like I wouldn't want to meet him in a dark alley kind of feeling from him. But you also get this feeling like, oh, well, he's also kind of really funny too. He's evil, but he's like trying to make you laugh at the same time, kind of like the Joker. Almost. The Joker is insane. And he's someone you probably wouldn't want to bump into, right? But he's also, at least in the animated series, he's also really, really funny in the animated series because he did things that were really goofy. Now, in the Heath Ledger movie, he's more terrifying, more dark and gritty and kind of gory, right? But in the, in the animated series, he's more funny. He was Because they, you know, they had to make it appropriate 
kids, of course. Um, but he's very, really, really, really goofy and hilarious. Um, so that's kind of like the feeling I get from Aku. Aku's both dark and creepy, but also funny at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the same way I get when I see villains in Dragon Ball. Like, um, for example, I mean, you have, um, even though they can have their, you know, comedic moments, they're more... Um, you know, you can tell that they're definitely the the true bad guys. They're creepy and they're heinous. They're the true villains, like you know, Frieza, um, Cell, um, yeah. and you know those guys. But then you have villains. Well, they started off as villains, but they kind of you know are on the hero side, like you know, Beerus, Whis, um, Vegeta. Vegeta. That's obvious yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> you know those guys. Um, they started off as villains, but. I don't want to say redemption arcs, but yeah, they kind of, you know, just sort of help Oku over time. And now they're like, yeah, yeah they cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and that, that's, to me, that's, uh, that's also kind of a defining element in a lot of stories. You know, how you, how you write your villains is a big part of your story, as, uh, with, along with the rest of it, with how you write heroes, how you treat characters. Um, how you how your protagonist is going to act uh, all that stuff plays a part in stories and uh i was always a big a big person a big story person growing up i never watched anything unless it had a really good story and i could really latch on and kind of associate and kind of get to know and get attached to the characters um cartoons i did watch cartoons so i don't know if you're familiar if anyone else out there is familiar. But you have like Ed, Ed, Nettie, and you have like a bunch of older Animaniacs. Which oh, yeah. Those are a lot of my favorites, those, like, too. To watch at the Cartoon them. Cartoons. Yep. Cartoon Cartoons. Golden Age of Cartoon <laughs> Network. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, you know. Cow and Chicken. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, Someone yeah. actually remembers that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. There was also way, way back, like, I don't know if you remember. Retin There's a lot of more obscure shows that not a lot of people have seen, but when somebody mentions the name, they're like, I think, oh, yeah, did that air <laughs> once? <laughs> I think I've so, only seen it once. <laughs> did you ever, did you ever watch any of the shows? Did, do you remember, and you probably do if you remember 90s shows, do you remember Magus XLR? This might be the hottest topic we were talking about. Because oh, hottest topic I've heard of that show. I've come, never everyone seen to come it. back. You've never seen it? Wow. You I have go no idea why, watch. but no, I, I've never watched it. Wow. You'll have to go back and watch. I at least love Probably. It. Was it on the Toonami block? It back was. Yeah. yeah it was. I didn't really watch Toonami until I got older, so that's probably the reason why. Wow. Well, you, I definitely recommend it. If you've never seen it, go back and watch it. You can still stream it on certain certain places i don't know it might be harder to find on the streaming sites but you might some there might be some shady stuff where you might be able to watch it i don't normally recommend shady websites but on this one it might be hard to find the um the rights are kind of being being fought over right now with who's got the rights to it um but you might be able to stream it somewhere if you can locate it uh look up megas xlr really really awesome series that i love watching <laughs> and also keep in mind chicks dig giant robots <laughs> for those of oh, you yeah, who know the show <laughs> for anyone who knows the show you'll you know what you know that you'll recognize that line <laughs> and you know the voice actor steve bloom i yes. found that out after i listened to his demo reel and he was he played um i don't know the character's name but yeah that's Jimmy where the quote came from 
Yeah, yeah. Jamie is the is kind of yeah, Jamie. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's who says that. Chicks dig giant robots. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, you know the chicks dig giant robots. <laughs> so, yeah, but that's a that's a big one. I used to love that series. Watching the show, it was, uh, it was awesome. All the '90s cartoons. I used to love watching. It. it was fun. Saturday morning, you'd wake up, and if you woke up early, you could jump on uh, WB, or sometimes you could get oh, it. kids WB. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you can watch. God rest his soul. Yeah, sad. And then you also had Disney. Toon Disney, yeah, yeah, I remember that. And you also had the Sci-Fi Channel back then. Play like Google the anime. Oh yeah, just like did Discovery Kids. I think before I became the Hub, and now the Hub's gone. So now it's Discovery Channel. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you had you had um Jetix on on I think one of the Fox. Oh Jetix on Toon Disney. Yeah, you had from her uh, Fox Kids. This way, this way, Digimon. Fox Kids and the yeah. Disney Afternoon. Yeah, wow, yeah. we're getting all on full oh, on nostalgic over here. Yeah, yeah, I remember all that stuff. <laughs> Best parts of my childhood were were watching some of the some of the the old uh, Fox Kids and JetX and a lot of the old channels. You know, that was like, but and then also just getting to watch Dragon Ball Z. Like, there's a time during Toonami where where the world felt like it stopped and you just sat there and you watched Dragon Ball Z. It was cool. <laughs> I'm not the only 90s kid who thinks so. Go, uh, if you go uh, talk to a lot of other reviewers or, uh, or you watch the, the uh, you go watch a Suckman's review on Toonami, he'll say the same thing, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. In my favorite shows on Nickelodeon, like I mentioned, were Avatar, SpongeBob, um, Hey, Ar- hey Arnold, and yep. Invader Zim, which... Um, Wow, oh Invader Sim really exploded yeah. over the years. That was a good one. That was I used to love watching. I used to watch Sim. Oh, the hair was funny too. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen like the new movies, like um, the Jungle movie from Hey Arnold, and there's also the new Invader Sim on Netflix, and also they made a new Rocco's Modern Life. Um, I think I saw a little bit, but like not really enough to really. I mean, I saw a tiny couple, one or two, maybe. Yeah, just previews or maybe even an episode or two, but yeah, nothing. Nothing extensive, you know? Yeah. And there is also Ren and Stimby. And yeah, there's like a lot of other shows that I would say. Um, uh, My Life as a Teenage Robot. And yeah, there is like a okay. lot of good shows. Um, and for Cartoon Network, I love the original Cartoon Cartoons. Um, oh my God, yeah. Dexter's Laboratory. Uh, yeah, that, 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 those were my jam. And you know, there was, oh, Boomerang, which still airs, yeah. but it's not the same. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, yeah, I used to like, I used to watch Tom and Jerry on uh, Boomerang. Uh, Tom and Jerry, Looney Tunes, um, Popeye, the Hanna Barbera shows. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going way back. It's all coming back to you. But, uh, yeah, well, I used to like doing the, the whoever did the um, back in the day, or the Cartoon Network who did that, they used to do like this little jingle and they used to have like Dexter, or I guess it was maybe the actor Dexter, I'm not sure. But they used to have this little, you know, cartoon, cartoon. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, the bumpers. They, you <laughs> yeah. can see them online. They're up on YouTube. Oh, my God. Yeah, some of those would crack me up. It was funny. Cartoon cartoons. Yeah. Cartoon cartoons. Yeah, that was awesome. So, yeah, um, I mentioned, you know, anime. So, yeah, um, I was going to say my favorite anime so far right now is Cowboy Bebop. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have to agree with Cowboy Bebop is, yes, definitely. Yeah, one of the top. Uh, we were talking about Steve Bloom earlier. We got to mention Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> I also like, it's funny, I also like, uh, you ever seen Outlaw Star? That's a good one, too, 90s. <sighs> I think I've seen episode one of it. 
Yeah, really, really, actually, really good anime. Uh, very good. Um, there's also Eskariad, which is uh, which a lot of people know. That one's that's a really good. That's got the crazy power ups uh, and and all the crazy stuff. You know, shocking first bullet. It's got Steve Bloom, but yeah, all those like crazy, you know, stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if you want to talk and discuss about like good English dubs, um, I guess my top favorites are. Okay, this is gonna be a long list, but um, I like Evangelion, even though I haven't seen much of it. Um, the Kai Dragon Ball Z Kai, um, uh, and also I'm surprised you picked Kai. That's a surprise. Surprising. A lot of people now are going back to the original dub. Um, because I mean, the of... original dub had its moments. Yeah. <laughs> and this is to go, and this is to go even further it's beyond. Further beyond. That's... Ah, yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good stuff. Um, Sailor Moon. Let's see, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, One Piece. Sailor oh, Moon. Um, I don't know if you, do you remember Sailor Moon? The original dub to Sailor Moon. They changed so much of it. I know <laughs> it, 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 it's really cheesy and it's corny, but hey, I like it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm with you there. I mean, it's I supposed actually... to be the. I think that was the intention of the direction they wanted to go with it, anyways. So, yeah. yeah. And then they so, yeah. recently redid it. They recently redid it back to. I think they redid it. They did a redu- remake of Sailor Moon, doing it. They're doing it in a more serious manner, and that actually turned out pretty well too. Actually, wasn't that from by Viz Media? I think so. Yeah, I think it was. Yes. Yeah, and it turned okay. out pretty well. But yeah, no, no, okay. I don't. I don't blame you for picking the original one. The original was funny. <laughs> I know. <laughs> So my personal favorite dubs are Yu Yu Hakusho, um, and some of my favorite anime too right now. Um, Cowboy Bebop, the original, Fully Coolie, Trigun. Oh my god! I heard that Helsing is pretty good. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a really that's a completely bonkers show. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Full Metal Alchemist, both the original, like 2003, and The Brotherhood. Um, Oron. There's also My Hero Academia, uh, since that's a hot one right now, and. um, Let's see any other good dubs. I like the Aggressigo anime I've seen on Netflix. Uh-huh. And that's a nice one. How about Seven Deadly Sins? You watch any Seven Deadly Sins? Full counter. Mm. <laughs> nah, not for me. Oh, that's a good one. Check that one out. You might uh, miss it out on something. <laughs> I mean, I've seen Fairy Tale and I've also seen Sword Art Online, and it's really oh, nice. funny because an Attack on Titan. It's like most of the anime, and I'm not since you mentioned Bryce Pappenbrook, I think he's a really good actor. He's a good guy. Um, but for most of the anime, I just for some reason, whatever he's I'm not dissing Bryce or anything, but um for the anime that um he has the lead in is not him, but it's like I just never really gotten into the stories. That's so I don't know, that's about, just me though. How about Demon Slayer? Because Bryce is in Demon Slayer and he's in Oscar. Uh, that's a good one you might I'm guess. trying to watch his character, you know. Um, I'm not sure. I've only seen very little of Demon Slayer. Okay. I've seen very little of it. I just, I try to find time, but it's like, I just get swamped with work constantly. And it's like, there's, no, there's like a lot of other shows on Netflix that are like, oh man, this looks cool. I want to watch this, you know, (laughs) trying to binge, you know, seasons at a time. So it's like, uh, what should I watch? What should I watch? So you you know how I be, man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you're not, you're not so much into Bryce's characters, huh? You can't really get into his, uh, to some of his characters, huh? Well, I mean, I'm not saying that, I mean, okay, so when people say, oh, you know, like Bryce Pepperpool, like, listen, I like him. I really do appreciate Bryce. It's just that, um, I don't know, um, I think it's the stories and just, um, 
I feel like it's mm, such a thing, huh? Is, is that it? Just, just, just not, not my thing. Yeah, yeah, it's just not no, my no, thing. Dude, 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 don't worry about it. It's not, it's not a big deal. You know, everybody has their, you know, their, their things that they like and things they don't. Don't, don't worry about it, man. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, let's see. It's the same with, you know, most of the Rooster Teeth stuff. But, um, yeah, I do appreciate, you know, the content that they put out. I'm not sure if it's really for me, but, hey, it is what it is. So, yeah, um, do-do-do-do-do. Um, are there other anime? I guess that's all I have. Oh, yeah, um, the One Piece also I saw. Fantastic. Um, has had some pretty good stuff in there, too. Um, but it's so... I know that people are gonna say, oh, it's so long. It's like 900-plus episodes. Like, ugh. Like, yeah, I just don't really have the time to watch, like, over, like, a hundred episodes of, you know, an anime at a time, because it's all episodic. It's very episodic, so it's like, you miss one episode, you have to go back and watch what happens the previous, and oh, I yeah. just, ah, uh, jeez. I, I respect people who take the time to watch it, because, well, they watch it because they review you know, the like you guys, for instance, because you have to uh -huh. watch them so you can give your thoughts and give your opinions and what is uh -huh. it that you like, you dislike, and that's what reviewers do. So I appreciate that it's part of their job. Um, and this is something that I'm preparing myself to do. That's why yeah. I'm doing a lot of this stuff on the side that I'm coming up with, that I'm making on the side that I cannot disclose or talk about or, you know, just say too much about so keep on the lookout you guys okay self plug out of the way but were you gonna say something <laughs> i'm sorry no, no no i was gonna say we we do do a, you're right we do do a lot of reviews. um a lot of our stuff though tends to be some of the shorter stories now uh we try to do we try to cover naruto but we try to cut it down to a yeah, naruto of, uh, Bleach, the favorites yeah. that people like yeah the big yeah. favorites <laughs> and that that's it's hard to honestly it's really hard to review on a show that long um, if you've got the time oh, definitely. And, and read through or watch through all the episodes, more power to you. Um, I definitely uh, applaud anyone who can sit through all that and, and you know, sit down and, and put that much time and effort into it. But a lot of times uh, what we might do is we might read uh, a couple of chapters of the manga or read through the manga and get through it quicker. Um, or sometimes we'll just pick a shorter uh, segment of a long show just like a fan favorite segment or like for example dragon ball super a lot of people like talking about the goku black art so we might review a piece of the goku black art um or if it's like a real long show like one piece we might pick and read um a, fa a fan favorite part of it and then review do people see what people's thoughts on that was or see how that compares to other pieces of the show that people didn't like because it's so long it's hard to go through the whole entire thing and you know, that would take forever to do a to do a uh, to do a review on rather than doing you know fan favorite section or just doing pieces of it um, and doing reviews on them. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's a strategy that we might do or something we might do in the future. And some reviewers do that; they just do a segment or a piece of uh, the show rather than doing trying to do the whole thing. Um, but a lot of our stuff is short. We try to stick to uh, usually we try to stick to shows that are anywhere from from around 24 to 26 episodes long. Um, and that's usually what we try to do because it's easier to do a review. You can watch all uh, all 24 or all 26 episodes of a show. Uh, Black Clover is another one I was going to mention to you that's really long. Um, that's a good show, but you got to be really de dedicated if you want to do a review on it. It's a really long series. <laughs> 
if I can't even imagine. Yeah, that's another one that was coming to mind that I'm just like, that's one that I have to commit to if I wanted to do a review on it. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but um, I'm kind of curious. I know this has been debated a lot, but okay, sub or dub? Sub versus oh, dub. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you, what's your own two cents? What's your thoughts? Spilled the tea. I wasn't expecting you to bring this one up because it's such a it's such a controversial thing. People will judge you just on whether you watch subs or dubs. Um, I will have to say that I don't really have a preference. I tend to watch either or. I will watch dubs if uh, if I don't want to read too many subtitles, and I'll watch subs if I uh, if I want to uh, get more of like the original artist kind of style, or if I want to learn more about the original um the original characters or just see more of the original piece um because sometimes the dubs do get edited or things are missing from the dub that are in the subtitle um so if i want to get more of like kind of what the original the original show was like or what the japanese are like or what they're seeing right in japan um i will watch the subtitled or if it's not out in english and i want to watch it a little early i'll watch subs um so I don't really, I don't really uh, have a preference one or the other. A lot of times, though, I do watch dub only because um, sometimes I don't want to read subtitles, um, and so I will watch dub. But there are times where I do do find myself watching subs as well. So, um, so yeah, I kind of switch between the two quite often. Uh, in fact, recently I was watching, I was watching the Hidden Dungeon. Only I can, yes, I know. It's isekai we've all probably gotten tired of isekai titles um wait oh i wish i should know it i shouldn't say it's an isekai because i'm not 100 sure it may not be classified as an isekai, so i shouldn't say that um but anyway it's one of those weird titles where of course it it's what it sounds like right um funny thing is that i found myself watching watching both uh subbed and dubbed episodes and liking both of both of them for different reasons um, so the sub has translated text, which is really, really funny when you see what the translation to some of the, some of the signs and some of the stuff is. And the dub has the translated language to see what the Americans did with the dubbing process and how it came out. Both versions are really funny. Which you prefer, that's up to you. Um, but both are really, really good. Um, and some people may not like those sillier anime, but... Once in a while, you find one, you're like, okay, I just got to watch it. It just seems, it sucks you in it. And in the beginning, some of the good ones, you're like, I got to see where this goes. <laughs> it's like you're wondering, ooh, what's going to happen next? Yeah. Oh, mystery. Yeah. And it just kind of, the, the story, they, they have a way of, so it has a way of pulling you in the beginning to kind of get you hooked. And you're like, okay, I just got to see where this goes in the end. <laughs> um. Mm. I have to say, though, I, I'm not a fan of, and I'm not really big on Japanese slapstick. Um, don't get me wrong. I, I used to watch these Stooges and, and stuff like that. But some of the other slapstickier shows, I can't say I, I really get into some of them. Um, but we, as a blog page, DNA, we try to stay a lot on the side with um, what, we, what we kind of, the, the way we do our reviews and stuff like that. Because, again, the goal is not to start a fight or start an argument or the subbed over dubbed wars that happens a lot. Um, so we tend to take a neutral stance a lot of times on stuff just because the community as a whole has had 
well, there have been, you know, sub and dub wars and people that, that really heat stuff up into, it gets pretty, pretty hot and hot and bothered a lot. Uh, it, it gets really hot and bothered. And then also it gets kind of out of hand uh, in some case. Um, but that's just how we operate, um, which I think is actually gone over pretty well, honestly. So. Yeah, um, because we know that, you know, the anime fandom can be a huge double, not to say double-edged sword, but it can be a huge wild card. And yeah, we're, that's just something that, that's just, you know, a can of worms that we're not going to tread into. But yeah, I would just say that, um, you know, for the most part, the community can be really positive. Um, it can be very welcoming. And, you know, we're just here to just talk and discuss about our favorite anime and to just um, have like-minded discussions like you guys for instance um you have a very nice and supportive community community like i mentioned earlier and you guys are pretty chill and cool and humble for the most part uh, yeah you guys are pretty humble from what i've seen so yeah um that's good it's usually good we want to be positive uh, especially so during how, these times yeah so how about yourself do you have any preferences like do you watch dubbed and subbed anime or do you stick to one or the other i mean just out of curiosity. And no, I'm not trying to start any wars or anything like that. Just was wondering whether you had, some people have their preferences, you know, I was wondering whether you had a preference or whether you alternate between the two. Fine with either. Really? Just fine oh, wow. with either. Wow, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I just really don't care, really. Um, so usually, um, what gets me into a show um, is, you know, is the story good? How are the characters? What's the relationships, the dynamics, and um, how is the style of the show? And then that's when we can get into, you know, the acting. Um, because, like, a bad performance is one thing. But if you don't, I mean, you can have good animation in your show. But if the story, the story isn't good, then it's not, it's kind of a show that's not really worth my time. Um, because I've heard the old saying, um, you know, a good story can save bad animation, but bad animation um, can, not bad animation, but good animation can never save a good story. Like, um, it can also apply for acting. Um, good performance can carry a character, but like, if the script isn't good, then it's not really, or it's not enough to save the production, in my opinion. Like, like I said, a bad performance is one thing, but a bad story, no. <laughs> It's just my, yeah. that's how I, when I'm watching a show, because, um, and admittedly, we've seen some bad media before, and there's stuff that I want to say here, but I'm not gonna, I mean, we've all seen bad tubs before, <laughs> like, don't, oh, yeah. and bad subs, yeah, we've all seen them, like, um, I don't know, if you've seen, like, these YouTube videos from C-Dog and VA talking about good and bad dubs, um, yeah, yeah, and how to fix them, yeah, those are really good. Um, I will say that Connor is probably one content creator that I watch from time to time that I look up to. So just throwing this out there. Love you, Connor. You rock. Yeah, um, we've all seen him out there. So um, I'm just really fine with either. And you're not, don't worry if you're going to start any wars. Because I'm just, I'm pretty chill and lax. And I'm just, you know, I'm just fine. I'm fine with either. Sub and yeah, dub. That's, that's fantastic. You seem like a pretty neutral, neutral, uh, a neutral uh your podcast pretty neutral you guys kind of oh, yeah mm -hmm. you guys don't go one or the other and you're kind of you stay in the middle which is a good good stance to have 
Yeah. I mean, sometimes、um, if I do want to watch a sub just to listen to the original Japanese seiyu,、um, I'll check those out. But really, my language is I'm obviously English speaking, so I prefer to listen to dubs, mainly because, well, well, for one thing, I'm also, I write stuff and I read a lot of words on a page. So if I have to read subtitles on a show, like say, if I'm having a headache, then yeah, it's not, it's not recommended. Listen to your doctor, kiddies. <laughs> yeah, don't do it, kiddos. Don't watch.、Um, Anime in the dark. Yeah, trust、it's、me. Also, you'll, you'll learn the hard way. I find it a little hard with subtitles to be able to,、uh, to, to watch the animation at the same time you're, you're reading the subtitles. A lot of times you get distracted with reading subtitles and you miss part of some of the action.、Um, and that's just with, not always, but I mean, a lot of times with me, I found that sometimes I'll miss what's actually going on on screen because I'm too busy trying to read the subtitles、um, for the story. So sometimes I, you know, I'll, I'll say, hey, look, I'm just going to watch it dubbed because I kind of want to watch, I kind of want to see the animation and I kind of see, see the characters and not focus so much on subtitles.、Um, but then there's other times where, like, hey, look, I don't mind subbed、uh, sometimes too if the show is not out yet.、Um, and, you know, if it's not dubbed yet or whatever, I'll, you know, sure, I'll read a subtitle or two or I'll sit there and read a ton of subs、uh, if the show is one of the shows where they're talking a lot about it. Um, it's also easier to do a review with dubbed title than it is subbed for me, at least,、um, because it gives you, you understand kind of more what's happening.、Um, and you're not sitting there reading a whole bunch to kind of, you know, figure out what's going on or, or at least try to, try to understand what's happening in the story.、Um, so, and that, that's just some of the things that I've kind of found, found. But it all really depends on the title as well. And like you're saying, the characters, the story, the plot, the development,、um, what the settings are. For Story and you know who the characters are, so yeah. Um, I, I, I totally get you, man. <laughs> I'm not gonna be like some self entitled elitist or bigot saying, I have standards, this should be X and Y, this should be XYZ. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, trust me, yeah, we have that's what critics are for. Um, I'm not totally this is not a jab at critics because they do their because you know that. Because it's really important for a show to be do well because you need, um, because especially in Hollywood, because there are always going to be, you know, um, critiques and criticism towards, um, a film saying, hmm, this, hmm, I'm not sure if I like this. Here's what I would do to make it better. Like, this is what you should do to make it better. But if it's just, this sucks, this is played <laughs> off, <laughs> then it's like, yeah. That's why we, I mean,、uh, I'm, I'm just going to say this right now, but what makes you think we keep getting those awful Disney live action remakes? Just saying. <laughs> oh, dude, have you heard of the film that, that, that nobody chooses to speak about? I'm, I'm wondering if I should even mention this podcast. And maybe you've, maybe you've seen it, maybe you haven't, but do you remember a little film called Dragon Ball Revolution? <laughs> the live action Dragon Ball Z movie they made a lot. That's usually the film that. In the, anime, the, in the anime community that nobody speaks of. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I never heard、oh, of it. You never, It's not、okay. a thing.、You、it was never, never a thing. Oh. Never happened. I gotcha. gotcha. I'm just going to go along with you there. <laughs> But yeah, that's the. What are you talking about? What, what, what studio? What, what film? What evolution? What? Are you talking well, about. Well,、um, we'll just, we'll, we'll, for now, I'll just say that that happened in, in a Twilight Zone. 
that's the best possible explanation. But other than yeah, that, it was alternate nope. dimension. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna do this Avatar meme. There is no film as Dragon Ball Evolution. There is no evolution in society. It never, it never existed. It never happened. Oh, you, you know, you could always do that. You, you could, you could always do the Men in Black. You know, that little, that little uh, flashy light thing. It's like, I just need you to look right here. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> memory wipe. Yep, yeah, yeah. Or the, the, the or you know the classic um, uh, Rick and Morty, the brainalizer. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, Rick and Morty. That's another yeah. good one. Morty. The... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like the show, but yeah, just stay away from the fan base. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, you're never gonna get your Szechuan Szechu sauce. Oh, I get sure. it. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, oh my gosh. See, see, I'm a huge Rick and Morty fan, so <laughs> you know, pickle Rick. <laughs> anyway. Um. Oh my gosh, that went wild. Yeah, see, but yeah. See, um. It's funny. It's funny you say that. Say we're from the fan base. I find like a lot of people that are Rick and Morty fans also uh, also are big into the '90s and the whole um, the whole what is it called? Um, there's a word for that. Uh, why can't I think of it? Uh, it's the whole the, the whole uh, what's it called? Oh, dang it, I can't think of the word for it. But yeah, that whole playing on memes and that whole um, nostalgia thing. They're they're bringing up they're bringing up old content from the '90s and using it as, as a as a means of comedy for Rick and Morty and stuff like that. Parody. That's what I was trying to think. They're into the whole parody, parody. show, which is, which is really funny. <laughs> oh, you mean like the YouTube poops that you would see on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would, yeah, something like that, kind of, yeah. I've watched a lot of, you know, SpongeBob and Edit and Eddie YouTube poops, and oh. yeah, they're all... And there's a lot out there and it is so true because especially these days because um like Ed, Ed, and Eddie and Spongebob are two uh, they're like huge juggernauts of internet memes like oh my gosh there is not one reddit post where you look at and you, and you just cannot escape it like I cannot go on one reddit post and I can will not see a Spongebob meme it's impossible now yeah well, Evan Nettie used to crack me up because the wordplay. Oh, yeah. Words, oh, my God. They, they did so many goofy and like it was so it's it kind of almost reminds me of Rick and Morty because Ed and Eddie was stupid, but it was funny. Right. They, they, I know. Yeah. Some of the stuff was really, really dumb, but it was also really, really funny. Like, like same thing with Rick and Morty, the, the science of Rick and Morty is so crazy and just out there and a little stupid at sometimes. But the comedy is really, really funny. <laughs> so, you know, oh, yeah. So, what would you describe, what would you say, how does good storytelling um, convey a good product? Like, in, like, when you're watching something good, like, how would you say that storytelling, strong storytelling really helps, um, helps out us to make a project or to make a product, a piece of media successful? Any piece of media. It could be anime, well, it could just be anything that, you could, that comes to mind. Well, I mean, stuff. to me, to me, you have to have good characters. Uh, a good, a good, a good character makes up a good protagonist, a good character, um, a good backstory really helps any, uh, any, any story, honestly, any movie, any anime um, really helps to kind of, uh, kind of, I guess, get you started, get the, get the audience member hooked. 
um, because if you don't have a good introduction, a good uh, protagonist or a good main character, how are you going to kind of introduce the story? How are you going to get people into it? Um, and then you know, along with that, you have to have a good plot or uh, some kind of uh, way to kind of something to kind of something that happens to that main protagonist, something that happens to that character to kind of start him down the road. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's all about characters, plot. Um, uh, and then, you know, the, 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 the character de- development, how the character develops as the story goes along. Um, and then also the, the, the progression of the story, how you progress the story and twists and turns that the story takes. Um, they really, they really make up uh, a great story depending on uh, what kind of story you're telling, whether it's dark, whether it's romance, whether it's, uh, whether it is hentai, you know, who, who knows, you know, whatever story it is, or whether it's a movie, right? If you're doing a movie, you got to have a good main character and a good story. And then also one of the key elements that I found recently too, especially with anime, um, that is oftentimes left out or just undecided, or sometimes they leave you on a cliffhanger. Is an ending, and yes, I will say the end game. Every good story has to have it. <laughs> there, I said it. <laughs> so for me, a lot of times the story also has to have a good ending. It has to end in order. Um, which some stories don't have an ending. A lot of romance anime, the writer will a lot of times either leave it up in the air and you never know what happens, or they just won't put an end. Put they just won't put an ending. It'll just cut it off at a certain point. It's like, oh, so that's it. There's no more. Um, and you're like, wow, this is disappointing because there's no good ending. Like it could be a really good story all the way up until all up until like the last episode. All of a sudden, they just cut it off. You're like, oh, you're not gonna know what happened. And it's like that sucks because you you went you watched all the way up to a certain point for what for no ending. Like wow, that's really disappointing. And sometimes 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 it can be a deal breaker. Other times sometimes it a lot. Sometimes it can be a deal breaker. Other times it. It, it can't. Sometimes you can be like, okay, look, I'm fine with it. the occasional cliffhanger, right? Um, but other times you're like, hey, I really want to see an ending to you know, to the show. Uh, movies don't often do that that much. Movies usually do have an ending or they have a sequel. But anime, especially Japanese anime, I've found a lot of times they don't have an ending or they don't get a second season and never find out what happens in the end. <laughs> kind of like, uh, you, you remember an old, uh, an old anime way back in the day called rave master do you remember that one <laughs> never heard of it never oh wow okay so i'm going way way back <laughs> so that anime, uh really zany really funny and fun anime uh, but it never got an ending it never they never ended it never finished the show um so it never got an ending um which was really disappointing it would have been interesting so yeah it's like i like to consider this to be the invader sim curse where something um the show got canceled and then it never had a proper ending right when it was on the at the height of its popularity then everything just like nope not appealing to the demographic or whatever happened to it it just just went boop and one moment it's like getting good ratings and it's growing popular at the, the next thing you know quick, gone <laughs> yeah i mean yeah that's kind of what happens to stuff kind of yeah one minute it's like it's really good I mean, well, it could be really good 
at some point, and then all of a sudden it just drops off the radar, and you never know what happened to the. It just drops off the face of the earth, and we don't even know whatever happened. It just becomes obscure, and I'm I I get sad. He's sad. He's a sad boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, so that's and that's the case with with some romance. I don't know if you've noticed with with romance or 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 Ichi anime. I am not into romance. (laughs) That's why I always. I'm just gonna say this. I am huge. I am very, very, very anti Twilight. <laughs> okay, okay. So, okay, so maybe not romance, but what about like the Ichi, the, the erotic stuff that anime does? So, like high school. Oh, no, no. Okay, no. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm not into that either. <laughs> Interesting. Some people do like that stuff. And, um, and that a lot of time drops off without it, um, which is kind of sad sometimes. So, high school DXD, that's kind of how it ended. ended. They just didn't, they don't have an ending for it. Um, uh, High School of the Dead doesn't have an ending to it because they never finished the show. So, you know, those are two big, pretty big ones that people like watching. Um, and they don't have an yeah, ending. Yeah, yeah. I'm aware of those. I'm aware of those two. So you're, so, so let me ask you something. What, what kind of, what, so if you, if you're not big on romance and you're not big on the EG category, what, what is your genre? Just out of curiosity, what's your, are you more an action guy? Do you more watch the action shows like Cowboy Bebop and the Bounty Hunter kind of stuff? Or are you more of like the, the hidden dungeon kind of, you know, uh, adventure kind of kind of guy? What, 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 what's your, what's your, what, pick your poison. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Um, I like comedy, um, but I also really like sci-fi, action, adventure. Um, I guess I have a soft spot for Westerns because, well... This is going to sound really silly. I grew up watching, um, you know, the Pixar movies like Toy Story. And Woody yeah, yeah. was one of my absolute favorite characters as a kid. So uh, I, I and plus I love Tom Hanks, too. And <laughs> Forrest Gump is one of my favorites as well. So, yeah, I could say that I could go for a good old Western, even if it's corny and cheesy. I do. Uh, I do really do appreciate the good old Western style flicks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, kind of like, hey, kind of, you know, Mr. McCreed from Matt Mercer and Overwatch. It's high noon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Forrest Gump was really funny. Don't I? <laughs> I always a market box of chocolates. You just never know what you're going to get. You going to get. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw it. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> and, uh, and, the, and the, the, what is it, the, the, uh, the guy, the commander, um, oh, uh, Dan, a uh, lieutenant. Lieutenant Dan. Oh, you mean the little toy <laughs> lieutenant soldier? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, rest his soul. So yeah. Um, but no, I'm into the sci-fi action. You know, adventure, a good adventure story that usually keeps me hooked. Um, yeah. So I like you adventures. Would, you you would probably love Don Machi, or is it wrong to pick up Frozen Dungeon? Because that's a, a whole adventure story about dungeons and. and oh. Okay. Uh, really awesome. Um, Really awesome. I highly recommend any black the studio who does the uh, does the dub. Um, and so yeah, hang on one second. Okay. Okay. So I was what I was what was I gonna ask? Do 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 Okay. 
All right, yeah, I gotta wrap this up soon anyways, but um, I was gonna ask, what is your all-time favorite anime in general? All-time favorite? Uh, yeah. Wow. Um, that's a tough question. Um, all-time favorites, I would... Huh, let's see. Wow, no, I don't think anyone's ever asked me that one before. Um, hmm. That's tough. Um, I would probably have to say it would probably some be some of the classics. Um, so between it's gonna have to be between like Inuyasha, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and uh, and Cowboy Bebop. It's somewhere somewhere between those. I it's hard to pick between. It's hard to pick pick just one of them because there's like there's so many. Um, but definitely the classics. I I I'm having a hard time narrowing it down to to like my top favorite. You know what I mean? Um, I might have to come back to you on that one because that's that's really hard to pick just one, you know. Yeah. Well, like I said um, earlier, my favorite favorite my favorite cowboy Bebop. Yeah, doubt it down. So let's see here. Um, are you catching up on any shows that you're watching, like on Netflix, Hulu, YouTube, anything? Any anime oh. or any shows that you're or any media that you're trying to catch up on as of the time of this recording? So currently, I've been watching the second half for uh, that time I got reincarnated as a swine because I had been watching that. I'd watched the first season and I never had, I never had gotten a second. Uh, and then also, I've been watching, I've been following uh, uh since that started, um, and I've been watching that one. So I'm pretty much fully caught up on that one. But nothing, nothing crazy, nothing groundbreaking. Uh, I do keep track of, I do have anime on my list that I do watch. Um, but I can't say there's anything like really, really big. I'm waiting for the second half of Dragon Ball Super if they're ever going to do another part of it because there's a good arc coming up, the Moro arc. So I'm waiting to see where that goes. And then there's a new, there's a movie coming out, a Dragon Ball Super movie coming out in 2022. They announced Toei Animation and uh, and I think Toriyama announced that they are working on a film for 2022. So hopefully it's a, another movie. Uh, it's supposed to be better than the last Broly movie, which I don't know how they're going to top the last Broly movie. <laughs> like, how are they going to top that? Yeah, the animation. <laughs> that animation that was, was gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, HD, was, high dev. <laughs> yeah, and the acting was pretty good, too. I mean, Broly was amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, I can't oh, say yeah. too much I'm following right at the moment. Uh, I'm still, I still want to see the next Sonic movie. They're doing such a good Sonic the Hedgehog movie. So that should be kind of cool. I'm waiting. They are. What Jim I am that I know of. Yeah, that okay. was really good. Yeah, I'm glad you liked it. Um, it was decent for me. I'm hoping the next one can be better though, because you know they're having tails and knuckles about three, the three trio, the main squad. My boys yeah. are coming back and and yeah. up on the big screen. Probably. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see. Uh, I'm curious to see what. Uh, Jim Carrey's gonna do because you know his character is uh, Doctor Eggman. Yeah, Doctor Eggman. Yeah, and, he, and he's got the big, big mustache. <laughs> he's got the big old mustache. <laughs> so I wonder what. I wonder if he's gonna. I wonder what kind of for, for Eggman. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what he's gonna do. Only time will tell. So yeah, um, I guess with social media, how would you say it's a good way for people, for artists or creatives to? Um, at least have a platform and to reach out to their audience and to get their names out there, network and connect with 
you know, their fans and to um, expand their brand, so to say. And how do you think social media has evolved over the last, say, 10, 20, 30? Yeah, for over the past, like, decade, two decades that we've been using the internet, how would you say that social media has really been um, well, helpful? I mean, and, yeah, all that stuff. I mean, in terms of uh in terms of like business wise it's great because you can really reach out to more people than you did back in the 90s but in terms of personality and in terms of uh in terms of like what it's done to people it's not so great because a lot of social media people like you and me and people like youtubers and people who do a lot of stuff on social media find themselves in toxic uh, uh environments that can either overwork you or stress you out or just, you know, trying to keep up with everything because things move so quickly now. Um, it can be very toxic and, and, and hard to um, hard to kind of you know, be that Internet personality that people know you for. Right. Because people get uh, people get used to seeing podcasts like this one or like other ones. And they, they get to know you for who you are on the Internet and not necessarily who you are in person. Um, so that can be really, really tough, but business-wise, yeah, if you're starting a brand, I mean, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, um, all are great options, uh, to expand your brand or doing a cosplay business or whatever. And then also Google, if you have a page or WordPress or any of that stuff, uh, Reddit is a great way to post stuff out there. A lot of people get big on Reddit. Um, so yeah, any of the, any of the big social media companies are great um if you're looking for something more private though i do recommend highly recommend uh discord is a great community of people um people on discord a lot of times from other servers come in and help you out and the discord community is fantastic uh so that's another thing i recommend if you are maybe a smaller brand like we are or um if you haven't been around doing this for so long and you want to learn stuff uh discord is definitely one place that can go where people will uh definitely help you out you know don't waste linkedin from what i've heard yeah yeah linkedin is also great yeah i forgot to mention LinkedIn. yeah they're also great. i feel like linkedin though is more of a job kind of searching thing but i guess in some ways i guess you, you could actually you could post if you're if you're maybe if you're like hiring a uh hiring people or maybe if you are a certain type of brand or a certain type of business uh yeah, yeah i mean i could definitely someone jumping on LinkedIn and doing well too. Uh, it's a good way to grow your business, grow your, your brand, you know? I would like somebody to press F in the chat to pay respects for Skype and MySpace and all of those old AOL, <laughs> MSN websites. Yeah, and also Vine. 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 Oh, Vine, yeah. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> so, um, fun facts slash trivia about yourself you would like to share. Uh, well, I mean, what did, did you guys really want to know? I mean, <laughs> do you have any mind? <laughs> no, just say at least one or two or whatever you feel like sharing with the audience out there. Uh, I mean, me, myself, I'm pretty much an open book. Uh, I am the person that you kind of hear and see it. it's kind of uh it's kind of uh what you see is what you get with me so uh if you ever get a chance to meet me or if you ever see me at a convention um i'm pretty much uh, pretty open and pretty chill and uh i 
I love talking about anime. So if you're talking anime or manga or comics or Marvel or DC, whatever it is, right? Uh, any kind of stuff like that. It's an it's an instant uh, instant connection. So uh, we'll get along great. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty open. I'm not. I'm easy to get along with. Anybody could walk up to friends. Um, so yeah, I'm. Not, I don't really have anything unique really I can share. Um, I do get funny story. I do get a lot of, uh, do get a lot of attention sometimes at cons um, with cosplay because um, the cosplay community loves to joke around, uh, and uh, and I, I do have a lot of fun with uh, cosplay. So I, I get uh, I get have some pretty goofy moments at cons where um, taking pictures or or just having fun with friends. Uh, pretty silly. So. Uh, so yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, I'm, I'm like I said, what you see is what you get. <laughs> what you see is what you get. Just a guy who loves adventure. Yeah, Sonic I mean, I'm, Sonic. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm an open book. So I'm pretty much him the same way, brother. Same way. <laughs> So, yeah, I bet you must really miss conventions and you'd really like to go back to, you know, once they open back up again. Yeah, right. Uh -huh. Oh, my gosh. Heck, yeah. I mean, dude, it's it's so boring uh, sitting around. Nothing no, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, don't get me uh -huh. wrong. Like, collecting anime figures and doing podcasts and, and something like that, that's fun. But a part of me misses the people interaction piece of it, you know? Oh, I totally feel you on that one. So, and the action. Yeah. I love seeing the action. Oh, yeah. 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 Hopefully, we'll get back to those activities pretty soon. Mm -hmm. Pretty, A pretty pretty awesome story, I'll have to tell you. Uh, I don't know if it'll be on this podcast, but maybe another time. Uh, it's uh, Greg Aries, the guy who uh, mm -hmm. plays... Uh, let's see. Character, character plays. Yeah, he plays so many different characters in anime. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we we met him. Oh, he's in uh, uh, Clan Ad. If you've ever seen that sad, sad anime, because it's very sad. Um, oh, tragic anime. Anime. He's uh, he's Okazaki's the tears. Uh, we met him. Oh, he's also in the back. Uh, that's the anime I was trying to think. Back. Uh, the Mongolian Chop Squad. The the anime about music and about uh, bands. Um, we met him at a con at Otakon, I believe. Uh, the last year that, it, that Otakon was in Baltimore, met him. And funny story, when I went up to him to ask him to sign something, I happened to have had a clip of Clanad on my phone, uh, and it was the Okazaki thing. All that in a toilet. <laughs> that whole like that whole where his character just says saying that the whole that whole like that whole episode, his character's doing all that in a toilet, <laughs> and he signed. It was at a Beck. Uh, show where the band was playing, got the band to sign posters, right? And I went up to him and I was like, "Hey, I was like, could you sign? Uh, would you mind signing a, a, the poster?" He said, "Sure, sure." And I and I said, "I said, do you mind if I do you mind if I ask you to do a a line from a from a show?" And he said, "Sure." He said, "What show?" I said, "Well, I happen to be watching Planet and um, the your character uh, happened to do the all that in the toilet." And I was, I was wondering if you could possibly do that, and he did. But he also signed the same time he did it. He signed the poster, all that, in a toilet. <laughs> I almost lost it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a funny story. Um, 
and that often happens to me a lot with actors. Like they'll do something funny and sign something unexpectedly that I might have and not realize what they, what, you know, how, what they do. Like I'm, like I met Iron his and he's like, there can only be one, and he's like, I'm gonna say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh man, yo, um, I think, oh yeah, I bet I would love to run into you guys at a convention, but I think you only attend like those that are like in the local to the East Coast, if I'm not mistaken, I think. Yes, yeah, and it's because of where we're located, yeah. mostly. Um, I have been to California, I've been out, we have been out in California, okay. both of us have been out in California times. Um, but yeah, because of where we're located, we're mostly in the U.S. and we're mostly in the Baltimore area. Uh, it's very hard to get out to a lot of these further out cons. Uh, we like to at some point. Um, budget is a big part of it too. Uh, so yes, expensive to fly and to get out to, uh, to uh, a lot of further out cons. But yeah, uh, we I definitely love to go to uh, other cons, you know, further out. Uh, California is fantastic, by the way. I've been I've been all over California. It's, I, I I love it down there. I would like to go back. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the thing with me, it was hard before pandemic because I'm local in the LA area and area. So of course, that's where like, you know, San Diego Comic-Con and LA Comic-Con and Anime Los Angeles, Anime Expo, of course. Um, yeah, you know, those are like some of the biggest ones out there. Um, so those are like, I guess, the hot spots. And it's hard for me to... Um, granted, I have been to an Anime Con in Vegas before. That was a lot of fun. And... Um, I think that was like York? the only huh? have you have you been to new york because the new york oh i i always big... wanted to visit new york that's i've never been my place. family went there once for a reunion but no i've never been before i've never gone huh yeah that's a that's a pretty large one I mean, uh, I think the thing is I hope there's more. It's just the thing is traveling. That was like my main struggle even before COVID. Yeah. That's why I can only attend ones that are local. Now, I went to the Vegas one because my family and I were planning on going to vacation there anyways that very week that it happened. So I'm like, hey, might as well um, just put this down as part of our vacation to-do list. Hey, attend a convention. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, I mean, Bullseye. yeah. That that sounds awesome. I mean, yeah, you know, that was what, that was what we did uh, when we first started going. Kind of, kind of, um, we the two of us were like, hey, we're just gonna we're gonna go to a con and uh, take a mini vacation, kind of, and that's kind of how it was a lot of times. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, so I've got about ten more minutes left, so let's um speed through these next couple questions. So, what are the challenges and favorite parts of doing what you love doing? Well. Uh, I think one of the big is doing it and being able to actually do it, doing it, do, do it full time. Uh, and as you, you know, anything you do and you love to, um, yeah, in order to be able to do it full time, you have to have some sort of revenue, sort of income support you. And that's our biggest thing right now is to be able to uh, generate some sort of revenue from doing the blog full time. Uh, for a lot of the years that we've been around, we've been doing it just for fun and haven't had really revenue source. Uh, now it's just starting to uh, be able to get it get it to that point where we can start actually, you know, doing monetization, all that stuff to 
to be able to make it into something where it could be a successful job, also something that we could do full time and actually make money doing. Um, granted, if it becomes, granted, once you get to that point, you still want to keep the fun aspect of it. And that's what I'm planning to deal with uh, the fun aspect of it, our audience. So, yeah, that's one of the biggest humps in stuff. That you have to be a passionate enough and be able to show that passion for your audience where it can become something you can do full time and actually make a living doing. And yeah, that's kind of what it's all about. <laughs> um, do you have any specific goals in the future in regards to carrying over this? Um, with what you're doing, what you're doing right now, would you like to carry this more into, um, I guess, doing it more professionally in the future? I think you might have talked about this before, but yeah. Um, yeah. What do you see? What's your vision like? <laughs> so our our kind of our goal right now is hopefully run a, uh, run a successful podcast, do successful reviews, uh, hopefully professionally, like you said. So uh, if you ever look at uh, a good example, you, um, it's a fellow on YouTube called MKBHD. He's a tech YouTuber, uh, very successful, very well. He has a, the way he does his channel, the way he does his videos, uh, how he speaks. Uh, it's very professional, very well done, um, and that's kind of uh, that's kind of one of the kind of goals is to get to fine tune uh, all of our stuff and make it professional, uh, sound good, and hopefully something that people really want to watch and listen to uh, in the future. Uh, and also, we also thought about playing with the idea of eventually launching uh, a convention ourselves. Kind of um, who knows if that's going to happen? Um, but I mean, hey, you know, you never know. <laughs> so, also merch was something that we do want to do. We want to do merch. Uh, we do have shirts, as I said, uh, planned. But shipping is a big thing. Tough to ship worldwide. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And how or what was the main inspiration? What was your main goal when you started up, um, you know, your own little fun hobby, like your blog and stuff? So what did you really see when you're trying to um, do it? And what would be your target audience? What was the main goal that you wanted to get out of the DAA anime blog, at least from your so, perspective? Originally, originally, what our goal was, we were trying to Originally, well, originally we were trying to upload pictures, originally, but once once it became what it was, DNA and Red Blog, we originally tried to kind of uh, to kind of introduce new people. So at that time, there was younger people getting to anime, and anime was getting larger, as you know, as it has now. Um, and we were introducing some uh, some '90s and older titles to new people coming in uh, anime that uh, may not have known of or may not have gotten watch all the titles that we did as kids um, and also introduce some lesser known titles um, and talk about some of the experiences that we had as kids or as young, as young adults and so uh, when, we, when we were younger uh, teenagers or kids or uh, so uh, stuff like that um, that the new generation didn't get a chance to see um, and so that was what kind of we started out doing now I think it's shifting a little bit more um, because now you have uh, newer, uh, newer fans, newer people coming into anime, um, and I also anime has gone worldwide now. So um, it's a little different with the kind of goal because now it's more of viewing some stuff and uh, showing people, hey, look, there are 
there are titles that are fantastic, but then also sometimes they not like so much. Um, and just kind of giving them kind of a, an idea of, okay, here's uh, something you might really, really enjoy, and here's something you may not enjoy so much. Um, and doing reviews is, is a lot of fun. And I think introducing it also introduces people to a lot of new shows that they may not have checked out. Um, that's kind of our biggest thing. Um, doing reviews, you kind of introduce people to stuff that they may not have heard of. And that's always fun to help you out shows that they may not have heard of or may not have known of. Also, the, the doing the figures is a lot of fun. So we're doing anime characters. Um, so that's also a lot of fun as well. People like to. What is your favorite um, thing to do? What is your favorite occupation from... Um, at least when you're writing up the block and when you're doing your job, what do you say is your most favorite thing about um, favorite thing? between doing all of this? Yeah, for you. I would say for me personally, it's the videos. I like talking on, I like doing the videos. The, the, the podcast is fun. Sitting down to talk about nerdy stuff is a blast. Uh, doing the figure unboxings and talking about anime on Instagram and um, being able to chat with some of the actors. Um, that is what I like. That's what I love of it, doing the, the videos. So it's fun to do a video. Uh, I think Dante likes to write. He does a lot of the writing and he loves to write uh, and stuff. And I'll let him, if you ever get us together, I'll let him, um, I'll let him talk about that. Cause he does, he has a lot of, hasn't had a lot of fun writing a piece of uh, the blog. Um, but for me, it's definitely the video stuff. Yeah, that's that's my that's what I love doing is talking uh, videos, and talking about yeah, ner- talking about talking talking about the nerdy stuff that uh, that you watch on TV or that you might stream. <laughs> um, would you like to do this as a full time career? Or are you content with what um, you know with what you guys are doing right now? So we actually, it's funny you ask that. We actually plan on doing trying to be able to do this full time we would like to get it to the point where we do this full time uh where we can actually sit down during you know during the day whether it's twice or three times or four times during the day and record stuff um that was one of the reasons for buying a lot of the uh microphones the audio equipment and stuff um and trying to step our game up to be able to actually do full-time youtube or full-time podcasts full-time everything um, so it's something that right now I am, it's, it's my passion in life. Um, and it's also Dante's too right now. So the two of us are, are, are really excited about moving forward and really, um, doing this, uh, full, um, doing this full time. So we're not planning to stop and move up. So, yeah. I take your time. Don't rush. There's plenty of time for you guys to grow and adapt to where your paths will lead you to gotcha and wherever it yeah wherever the wind takes you <laughs> how about you what was your mask this uh what was your what was your inspiration for uh for kind of um for having me on the podcast if i might ask did you see an article that we wrote or did you hear me on instagram <laughs> i mean i guess to um give 
people some more often recognition. That's why I have a lot of guests on to talk about their experiences. Why you guys should definitely go follow these people because they're awesome. And because I just like having fun with a podcast. It's just something that I have joy and I just really have a passion for and I just love doing. Just giving, getting their names out there, getting, you know, people who I had on for the first time and they're um, just um, so they can be recognized and people can share and appreciate them for what they're doing, their respective careers. Wow, that sounds awesome. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised how many first timers I have on my show. <laughs> Wow, that's incredible. List is countless. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's cool. You must have a lot of fun, huh? <laughs> oh, you, I mean, we've been doing this for two hours, so you know I have a plenty of energy and fun inside of me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so since we are unfortunately dealing, still dealing with the pandemic right now, what keeps... What usually keeps you occupied and busy during these times? I know blog, obviously, but anything else? Any particular, uh, like, fun hobbies that you like to do on the side when you're not well, working? So, well, so recently, because, I, uh, because I've had a little time for myself, uh, I've been taking more time to kind of go out in my local neighborhood and uh, play with local kids and, and just kind of chill out a little bit, uh, go outside, which, you know, during the pandemic, you couldn't really do it first. And now that, you know, they finally, uh, me being fully vaccinated and being able to go outside again uh, has been really awesome. I've been able to get out and get on my bike uh, or get out and take a walk or stuff like that has been, uh, been fantastic. I don't do that in so long. So uh, that's one of the things. But I also like to stream a movie every once in a while or um, turn on some anime and watch stuff. Um, Toonami, every Saturday night, I still watch even though it's not what it used to be. <laughs> um, I still do. I'm dedicated to watching. So, uh, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, um, a few things. I used to lift weights. I don't do that as much anymore. Um, I guess I kind of just, I, I got out of it and I never really got back into it. I probably just back into it. But, um, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, just going outside has been, has been really nice uh, to get back outside. I, I like to hike. I haven't had a, unfortunately, Hiking, but uh, but yeah, so fitness is important workout, exercise, and just going outside, soaking that vitamin D. Uh, you gotta yeah. get that fresh air. Yeah, I feel like not enough people get outside now. Stop staring at your computer and TV screens <laughs> all day. Well, so, okay, so I guess, I guess, yeah, and and not, not to say anything bad, not to make you feel bad, right. I guess the the with the way things are going, right? The podcast, everyone's a streamer, everyone's got you know something to say about uh, on the internet, right? I guess that's kind of tying people up, right? Uh, tying them to their devices because think you you got a phone that can stream video in your pocket, you have you have Netflix, you have Hulu, you have all this content you've never had you know access to before, right? Um, and so more people are like, hey, I'm gonna watch Netflix while I'm sitting in my driveway. You know, <laughs> so. Yeah. So how do you try or best thing that you do? Um, so like, what are some things that you usually do to try to balance out or juggle in between your personal life and going forth with, uh, you know, the blog or any of the other, um, you know, activities, activity, 
activities that you do on the inter inter interwebs internet whatever <laughs> well so me personally i am kind of a private person i like it with the internet i'm a central hack guy so i don't like uh microsoft listening in on me or google knowing what i'm doing um websites tracking me so a lot of times uh a lot of times i'll be looking for a new computer tweak or <laughs> a new way to uh block cookies or <laughs> just keep uh keep the internet tracking um which has been fun but i'm also a tech person so i like technology so you know most time i'll be working on my computer or uh working on fixing something or tweaking the work in the studio in here doing some hanging posters setting up mics or you know something like that um because like technology i'm a big tech guy um so yeah so i i do uh yeah, there are some other things I get into when it's not um, anime or, or blog related, but um, a lot of me is a lot of me super into the uh, anime and uh, superhero stuff. So that is a big piece of me. Um, but yeah, I, I also enjoy technology and computers. So, uh, yeah, that's usually what I'm doing, taking apart my computer or upgrading a PC <laughs> or watching tech videos. <laughs> <laughs> like minus tech kids or uh, unbox therapy or any yeah, any of the major YouTubers. Also, I've really also gotten into food as well. I love the, the different food. I've started watching Good Mythical Morning. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of that that uh, series. The two guys right there. Uh, they're hilarious and funny, fun to watch. So um, yeah, so uh, and I've also watched the Fair Share podcast. Yeah, favorite technical tech thingamajigs, favorite computers, like what's your favorite tech? Well, stuff? favorite tech so far, I think, would probably be all the blogging stuff, right? Like, so the soundboards, the microphones, um, uh, iPhones, definitely anything iPhone related, huge Apple uh, tech, because I both have an iPad and a, or I mean, a Mac or Air and an iPhone. Um, but yeah, I'm also a Windows, long time Windows user. So uh, I know a lot about Windows. So yeah, definitely between the phones and the, and the software. I love tweaking software. So any kind of um, tweaks like GDP, Group Policy Editor for Windows, is fun to tweak to mess with. Um, and doing a lot of third-party software stuff is fun. I've even played with Linux a few times. So yeah. Phones, I used to root Android phones back in the day, which was really fun. Uh, I used to do all kinds of third-party models for Android. Really cool. <laughs> so yeah but yeah i'd say probably favorite stuff would be right now my favorite thing is desktop uh doing desktop stuff so like all the gtx the graphics cards you know um, rtx graphics cards and motherboard putting building pcs it's a lot of fun so yeah what would you say is your favorite food that you like to eat i know it's kind oh. of a random out of nowhere question but yeah i'm kind of a food Hmm. So, favorite food? That oh man, because there's a lot of them. There. There's a lot of stuff junkie. I like. Yeah, yeah. There's a so I'd say uh, I'm a huge fan of of the Asian culture. So a lot of the Asian food, like ramen, I love ramen. One of my things. Um, ramen, pork buns. Uh, what else? There's uh, I love Chinese food. Any kind of uh, any kind of Chinese, whether it's traditional or whether it's American origin. Um, doesn't matter. I'm, I'm a huge fan of that. Um, I'm a big pizza guy. I do love pizza. Uh, so, you know, uh, cake. I'm also a big dessert guy. So, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, um, there's a lot. I'd say top, probably my top favorite would probably have to be ramen. Between ramen and between ramen and pizza, probably definitely my two top favorites. I'd say most leaning more towards the ramen side, though. <laughs> Let's talk about Japanese culture and anime and all of that. Um, yeah. Oh my, like. Mm. Have you considered about visiting Japan someday, if you already <laughs> haven't at this point? Uh, I have not actually visited Japan. However, I really do want to go to Japan. That is one of my dreams to be able to go to And not because of the anime so much, more of because I want to learn more about Asian culture. I have been to California. I've been to a lot of the Asian restaurants in California. Also, I've been to a lot of the uh, places in California that are harder to harder to kind of hard to see, I guess, places in California. Um, some of the, the, the unique restaurants and places in California that now you know, I've been to all three of the I've been to the top three ramen places in California. I've been to one of the very unique ice cream places in California. Um, but no, I would love to go to Japan and mostly for a cultural experience because um, I would love to learn more about uh, Japanese culture. I know a little bit now, but not as much as some people yeah, Korea, China, Asia. Yeah, so I bet you really must love to travel, um, or at least you used to like to travel a lot to like all of these different conventions and just travel, period. So do you have any state? Yeah, like, do you miss traveling? And if so, what would you, um, which states or which countries would you like to visit in the near future? Well, Post pandemic. I've, well, I've never been to England. I always wanted to go to England. I've never been. I'd love to go to England. It's really, really nice. Uh, and then there's a lot of cool stuff to see in England. Um, I've never been to France. I'd like to go to France. That'd be kind of cool. um, I've been to Jamaica. Jamaica's kind of cool. I liked to, I liked, that was way before, the, but I, and I was pretty young back then. But, uh, but yeah, Jamaica was, was definitely was a really cool trip. I, I would love to go back. Um, and there's a lot of other places I've never been to Australia, I've never been to, which I kind of go see. Um, there's a lot of other places that I've never been to. Yeah, I, I do. You're right. I do like meeting people and see what, uh, see all the different cultures. So it's always fun to, to uh, it's always fun to go somewhere different. Have, uh, yeah, but you know. I totally, yeah, I bet you totally miss traveling though. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, con well, conventions were a big part of what we used to do <laughs> as a blog originally. And then when that, when COVID hit, everything kind of dropped off and so it was hard to, hard to travel with. Yeah, definitely. I definitely do. Yeah, hopefully we'll get back into the swing of things soon. I hope so. So what would you say would be your ultimate idealistic, like, what would you say would be, like, your ultimate dream goal in your life? And we're going to go, like, anime pro tag, like, you know, sort of dream goes, like, are you going to become the next Hokage, or are you going to be the king of the pirates, or, <laughs> I don't know, Pokemon dream. But, yeah, dream goals in your life that you like to accomplish or achieve? Okay, so, oh, this is going to sound... Where we all kick the bucket? <laughs> this is going to sound a little ridiculous, right? But I, I think, I think, and you got, you might agree with me on this. So might a lot of other and this is a big thing in the 90s uh when you know most people nowadays are drooling over like their waifus right and the sexiest girls in anime or they're or they're obsessed with uh, their the hottest video games right i'm still okay still to this day 
trying to figure out how to go Super Saiyan. <laughs> if that was possible, if you could go Super Saiyan, like that's the one thing I think I would probably want to do. If if they figure out a way to get powers, just allow me to go Super Saiyan, even if it's only for once, <laughs> just once. Like if I could only do it one time, <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> neat so if you were ever offered any career opportunities like say in the foreseeable future in the pro professional industry what would you take and would you uh take on such responsibilities for your job um, yeah your job so to speak i mean like would you say like are you are talking about like acting kind of roles or just kind of being a professional content creator kind of thing not just in acting or anime but just being a creator or oh. it could be just be anything in general, really. Oh man! Oh yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I would. T I would go. I. 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 I would definitely. Uh, it'd be awesome. I'd take whatever I could get. Um, because doing you know being able to create stuff and being able to reach out to people and uh, being able to talk to actors and being able to go to conventions and kind of um, kind of do reviews right is a lot of fun. Um, and if I was doing it professionally or doing it. Um, or doing it, uh, or doing it like if I was able to do it on a, an everyday basis, right? Yeah, heck yeah, I'd take that. I'd jump on it, right? Um, but I think that also, uh, I would also have kind of some, I guess, some kind of standards as to how I'd want to do it because a lot of people, they're paid to say or paid to think a certain way. And I wouldn't want to do it like that. I think I would want to do it where, kind of like, can I describe this, where you're, you're not paid to, talk or think a certain way you can kind of do it freely speak your mind without without having a company or someone saying i don't know you have to say your um sentences or whatever uh you are kind of free to re review things however however you you however you think or, or whatever you you honestly think of it but as it'd be an honest review uh you're not paid to talk or think a certain way um and i'm sure you kind of understand that because a lot of youtubers say that too they don't or they don't want to be paid to think or talk uh you want to give your audience an honest uh, opinion of, your own opinion of what you think um but also you don't want to down your audience either you want to kind of uh get them excited about stuff and keep their interest and, uh keep them excited so yeah uh, uh yeah i definitely take it yeah and uh, i'd love to book interviews with actors and stuff so yeah that'd be a lot of fun it's kind of silly, but would you like to uh, be paid for your work or just? Of course, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, getting paid is always a a good thing. Uh, it's always a great thing, and it's uh, it's definitely something that that if you're going to start a, a brand name or blog, you always want to be paid. I'm sorry if I didn't mention that, but yeah, that's that's definitely a yeah, of course. Um, yeah, and and uh, I think that. Uh, a lot of people are like, hey, you know, it's, it's, and they don't realize how much time and how much work goes into a lot of, like, you see, because you see a lot of people on YouTube, but I think people don't realize how much time they, how much time those creators uh, spend trying to work on doing this. And it's, it's not easy. Um, so, yeah, especially trying to make revenue doing, doing that for, for a living, you know? Yeah, of course. I was also going to ask, like, being paid or you just wanted to um, pursue, um, just always, just, you just care 
about like, you know, just doing it for fun or just, um, you know, making a career and just put your heart, soul and passion into whatever you create in the for the ultimate out like whatever it comes out for the outcome. Yeah. And regardless think, of whether you get paid or not. I think I would probably do both. I think I would put my heart and soul into it, but at the same time also want to be want to be at a stage where you're you are making something. Um because you know nobody like n- nobody wants to do something for nothing. You always want to have a you always want to feel like you're getting something out of it, right? Um and you can still put your heart and soul into something and have fun doing it and do it because you want to do it um, and not just for the money, um, which is the case, which is the case with us. We are doing a blog because we really wanted to do it. We still do. Uh, even if we make money, this is something that we still really, really want to do. So, you know, and a lot of times that's the case with, uh, with content creators is they're doing it because they really want to, not necessarily because they're getting paid, but because they want to do it. A lot of them end up getting paid, you know, to do it as a full-time job, which is, fantastic it's something that i think everybody looks forward to uh is getting paid to do what they love full time um so yeah i would definitely get paid for uh for doing this you know, full time if it could become a full-time thing where we're making money and and uh we could do it full time yeah there's a lot of other big plans i would love to do um that would involve uh either traveling doing more cool stuff or going to more conventions or covering stuff that we don't get to cover um, or even going to Japan, interviewing people in Japan. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of cool stuff that um, I'd like to do that we just don't either don't have the budget or can't do. So, yeah. Even if it's small, such as, or if you're doing your own passion project, definitely anything. Um, I think that, I think that kind of, kind of, kind of this, the the, the whole, our whole, kind of whole brand. Our kind of whole Danny brand is kind of a, a passion project, and it, and it still is, I think. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, it's and it's and it's been a lot of fun. Uh, it's something that the two of us enjoy, and we're gonna and we're gonna definitely keep doing because we've had a lot of fun doing it, and uh, we like doing it. So you know, yeah. So what would be the biggest life advice or lessons you would want to teach to your younger self? Or rather, what would you want to write to your younger self before setting your path off into, you know, your passions of what you want to do in life? Hmm. What would you want to say to your younger self? So if I had to talk to my younger self, interesting. If I had to talk to my younger self, um, I think what I would tell them is I think that I would say to myself, look, don't... uh, don't look back. Don't 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 focus on the struggles and the small things that you have problems with. Just kind of keep pushing ahead. Don't give up. Keep focusing on your passion uh, and, and kind of do what you love and don't let anyone kind of deter you from that. Don't let anyone tell you you can't do that or that it's not possible. Uh, a lot of people get a lot of setbacks. Um, because they get either influenced, they're put down that they can't do something, not able to, or good enough, or they don't have enough skills or whatever. And that's not the case. You can do it, and 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 there's nothing holding you back. Yeah, it might take you a little longer, and you might need practice. But look, that's all part of that's all part of it. And the more you do it, the the more you practice, um, and the more you, you learn, the better you get. So, plus, there's always someone out there who you can ask for help. Never be afraid to help. 
Um, and I think that's kind of what I'd say to myself because I kind of struggled as a kid and, uh, and yeah, I had my struggles and hard times and there were times where I just, I probably did want to give up at the time. Um, but yeah, I didn't. And I think that I didn't really have enough confidence uh, when I was younger to do kind of what I'm doing. Even, even now, while I'm pursuing this, I feel like that's still something I would too, still kind of tell myself if I could look back, even just a few years back. So if I would say, look, don't, don't focus on so much the, the stuff you struggle with, just keep forward um, and don't give up, don't quit because the, you know, the, you, you won't, you know, nobody likes to quit or you're not gonna, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, that's, I think that's what I would, uh, I would just tell dad, you would just tell myself, hey, look, don't give up. So, yeah. Yeah. Ever look back on any of your old stuff, like any of your old work, and you feel sort of embarrassed that uh, it's not really that good, but you look at it and you see it as a sign that you're at least growing and improving on your craft since when you first started out? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I've looked back at... So we haven't been on Instagram. Um, so I always look back at older... Some of them are pretty goofy and funny. Um, but a lot of times I, I, when I scroll forward through, uh, much, you know, forward through the Instagram feed, I look at some of the more recent stuff, I'm like, wow, we've gotten a lot better. We've, we've done a lot better or improved. Um, so yeah, there's a, there's a lot of old stuff. And, and usually I don't like to look at, watch myself a lot of times. Um, I'm kind of one of those people that I don't like to watch my own stuff sometimes. Um, but I will once in a while, just be, you know, where I was then compared to now. Um. And yeah, I mean, there's a lot of uh, stuff that I'd say, yeah, I did a lot better. I don't know if I would say I would be embarrassed by anything. A lot of the stuff that it did kind of was planned, or at least I had an idea for. Um, so the cringe. Uh, yeah, maybe a few things. Yeah, I'd say a few few of the things. Yeah, were a little definitely. Um, but I don't regret it. Some of it was a lot of fun doing. It was also a lot really funny. <laughs> so you know. Um, I don't really, I don't really get like that embarrassed that that much uh, or that often, I should say. Um, I'm pretty chill to a point where nothing really kind of bothers me too much. Um, so, yeah. Uh, do you have any advice to anybody out there currently struggling in these um, hard times? Uh, it's really uncertain times. Yeah. Well, so one thing is, and one thing I would say is. You know, the, the, at a time now where you're not able to get out and you're not able to talk to people right, it's tough to keep a mentality and an upbeat attitude. Um, one, thing I would, one thing I would say to people is if you can find something like, uh, whether it's meditation or whether it's like a board game or playing with your family or just something else to kind of keep you busy, right, um, that will help to keep your uh, kind of keep yourself from being down or being upset or being sad. And that's a big thing is, you know, you don't want to let yourself fall into a pit um, because once it happens, you know, you can really get yourself down to the point where that can do other bad things. Um, and I think that people now are struggling with that, trying to keep themselves upbeat um, and just kind of that keep a good, healthy mentality and a good peace of mind is tough uh, during a pandemic time where you're stuck inside and you're not able to some of the other things you 
Um, also, sometimes sometimes watching a movie can help too. Believe it or not, uh, watching a good movie uh, can actually put you in a good mood. So, and then also, don't give up. Uh, never quit. Uh, there is something to there is something to the that mindset of you know don't give up, um, and that can help keep you going. And, and having a healthy mindset, uh, peace of mind, really does help. Um, trying to stay upbeat and trying to stay focus on your passion or focus on stuff that you love the most uh, can really help. There are people that game, they love gaming, that game all the time, it keeps them going, it keeps them, up. it keeps them, uh, keeps them happy. And that's great. Um, for me, I feel like anime is one of those things where talking about anime with people and watching anime is what keeps me going. It's what inspired me to keep going. Uh, it has since I was little and it probably will still uh, even today. So yeah, it's definitely uh, definitely find something you like and don't give up. Just keep pursuing that, whatever it might be, whether that's being a blogger or being a famous basketball player or being an actor. You know. Right on, right on. So, if you were ever in a world like, if you were, I guess, teleported or transported into a world of your favorite piece of medium or media, um. What, where, or which series or franchise would you would you love to interact and be in? Which characters would you like to be? What would you What would you do if you were ever in that world, and why? Yeah, just tell us about it. Well, so okay, here's my take on that. I don't think I would necessarily want to be transported into that world um, necessarily. I think that because a lot of times anime depends on the writer and who's writing. Or the show or movie depends on who is the director and stuff like that. Um, I don't know if I would want to be transported into that world, but I think I, I think what I would think what I would, would rather prefer is to kind of to kind of bring that to bring that reality into this one. In other words, in other words kind of uh, almost like VR. Uh, you could experience that world without actually without actually having to be uh, to be um, pinned down or uh, kind of uh, stuck. Sometimes you could jump out or jump out of it anytime you wanted because it can kind of be kind of be like being in a VR game. You can experience it without having to uh, without having to stay in it. Uh, if you jump into an anime into an anime or into a show, you know, the rule the the writer's rules kind of govern you. You can't really go outside that. Your character's writing or your character's script or however your character is meant to be, you kind of can't break that mold. But when you are jumping in at a third party or uh, in, a, in a VR or uh, in a virtual thing, you can stop at any point. You can jump out and you can also edit yourself. You can you can edit things in, you can change your your character, you can change your design, you can you know, alter parts. Of it. Um, so I don't know if I would jump in. I think I would just kind of, I don't think I would be, be wanting to get into that story i think i would be wanting to just experience um the that kind of world um rather than live or be uh, tied to the rules of that you would just kind of experience it um and that's not to say that you wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily be a hologram but you would be you would be kind of a outsider um you would still be able to walk around and, and do things in the world but you wouldn't be governed by that that world's rules um 
So, which is kind of an interesting take on it. Some people like to live their favorite video games, or some people would like to live their favorite anime. I don't know if I would want to do that. <laughs> Things get pretty twisted and pretty harsh in some shows, and I don't know if I'd want to be necessarily uh, in that kind of world, you know? Um. You wouldn't want to immerse yourself into any um, universe, into those realities, correct? Well, I'd want to experience it, not necessarily immerse myself in like you, it'd be like, like say, like, yeah, almost like being a in a VR game. You know what I mean? You're kind of a third party. You know, you'd be an outside third party kind of player or third party kind of um, entity where you 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 don't have to follow the the particular rules of that world. You know? Oh yeah, I totally get you. Completely understand. Oh, um, do 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 do. And where do you see the future? How does the future hold, and what can we expect? I, I kind of asked this, but how do you, where do you expect the direction for, um, I guess, with what you guys are doing for the blog and whatever creative future endeavors that you're doing, um, where do you see the future? How does it hold for, I guess, the blog and for the both of you guys? Well, I mean, so far, I, my thing right now is we are looking to, we're looking to become full-time. Um, as well as for your fans, and, the fan bases. Yeah, yeah, and YouTubers. I mean, that's what we're looking forward to doing, you know? Uh, as for fan base, we hope to reach out to a lot more of the fan base and do a lot more for our fan base. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff. We yeah, do. and with the community and yeah. such, what do you see for the community as oh, well? Oh, oh that's my gosh. also um, what I was asking. We want to, yeah, we, so a lot of our fan base has been asking us, hey, are you guys going to get cons? Uh, we do want to get out to a lot more cons and meet a lot more of the people uh have been on discord and who have been supporting us and following us all that stuff uh also there's a lot of interviews people have been asking us like hey are you guys going with actors and stuff like that yes we do want to book interviews and do stuff we've been talking to a lot of the actors um and we have way more stuff that we want to do way more content stuff we want to do for us. um but we're also always taking feedback and well um so we're open to suggestions if people have any suggestions or anything um Unfortunately, right now, we are restrained because of the fact that budget is a big thing right now, since um, the budget is not great with uh, DNA right now, since we are not full-time. Um, and also, the revenue is you know, a lot right now. So, um, so, yeah, that's one of the big constraints. But, yeah, we're hoping, to, we're hoping that changes, and we're hoping to do a lot in terms of content-wise. So, traveling. Go to uh, go do more cons and get out more. So, yeah. Go outside and get some, get some sun and do some exercise, kiddos. Oh yeah, <laughs> Especially yes. to yeah, all you weeps out there. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say that. I was also gonna mention, yeah, don't, don't sit around too much. Get out and, and if you have neighborhood kids or if you have people that you can get out and exercise with, remember Tim. Yes, do, do get out. Watching anime is not healthy. Uh, sitting around eating chips and a bunch of snack foods is not great. <laughs> There's such a thing as role playing, but I'm not going to go into that. But anyways, um, so any of, <laughs> I mean, unless if you're at a convention, which, I mean, you could reenact as the famous Star Wars meme. Um, if she breathes, then she's a, no what? But um, 
I, I, th- I think that's also why I wouldn't want to be jumping into, like you were asking before about jumping into a world, to a favorite universe, right? I think that's why I wouldn't want to do that because you kind of get caught up in playing a part and you kind of get stuck up in that part. And then once your character dies, you're like, oh, shoot, I'm stuck in the part and I die. Just, uh, character dies in the show. So, and you like, die in real life, like Sword yeah, Art yeah. Online. Exactly. So it's like if you're, if you're playing hack. as a, yeah, if you're playing as like a hacked character or like you're like, you're not from that world, right? You can kind of do whatever you want because you're not from that dimension. <laughs> so you can kind of break the rules a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, favorite memes. Oh, wow. Wow. There's, there's a, t- oh my God. Um, there's a lot of them. Uh, I think one of my favorites is the Dragon Ball Bridge um, with the, uh, with the, with the, it's the I don't want to say it because it has bad bad language in it, but um the 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 it's the uh the you're so cute thing from the Dragon Ball Bridge episode, um where they're fighting the fighting cell. It's one of the cell bridge episodes, <laughs> and that's all. There's a meme of that all over the place. <laughs> it's really funny. Do you have um any least favorite least favorite memes? Least favorite um. The only the things that are the only thing I would say it's my least favorite would be of a meme. Hmm. Hmm. Man, that's tough. Um, there's a couple ones that are that are a little bit, I guess, uh, I guess off-putting maybe uh, because they might be taken the wrong way, right? So stuff that's a little bit offensive might be a little off-putting. But I wouldn't say that's I wouldn't say that's my least favorite. It. It would it would have to be really really bad and really really like, um, it would have to be very like hurtful or like really really offensive or like start a terrible fight. Um, but yeah, I guess there's a, there's a few I could think of that that would be my least favorite. Um, that would that, yeah, I would say I, I wouldn't mind much. You know, I can't I can't. And no, nothing comes to mind right now. I can't think of anything right now. Uh, okay, I can't think of any yeah, either. Yeah. So yeah. But there, um, there, there, I know there's ones out there. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I guess favorite abridged series. You mentioned Team Four Stars, so I gotta ask um, <laughs> yeah, abridged. So okay, so that's tough because Team Four Star does the Dragon Ball Bridge, but I've also seen the Hellsing, which is also really really good. And there's a couple other abridged shows that are actually really good. Um, so that's hard. Um, I mean, the Dragon Ball Bridge is one of my top favorites. Uh, is one of one of them. I'd say it's between Helsing and the DVC Bridge because I do like the two. Team Four Star is one of my favorites. So yeah, I would I definitely go to Dragon Ball Bridge. But I do also like the Helsing. Helsing. So between between those two, somewhere between, are two of my two of my top favorites. I would say. Martin and Billy, Little Karibo, Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged. Oh wow! Oh yeah, there's a ton of them. Yeah, <laughs> there's a ton of them. I think I've seen uh, I've seen quite a handful of them. So, but and all of them are good. Yeah. So, any advice you want to give to anyone out there who have similar passions or aspirations to do what you're doing? Uh, well, I mean, so if I had to give some advice or some inspiration, um. I would say if you're going to get into this, um, definitely, uh, definitely practice. 
kind of getting on the mic and talking to a camera because it does take a little bit of time to adjust because you're not the camera can't actually can't actually answer you back. Um, so you have to kind of get used to speaking to a device or kind of talking to yourself a little bit um, with the camera, uh, kind of get used to that, and also kind of have a good kind of uh, script or a good idea in mind um, because when you do it. You're gonna be. You're gonna kind of. It's gonna be hard to to talk. Um, at first, you're gonna have a hard time trying to figure out what you want to say and how you want to go about it. All that time, all that stuff takes time to think about and time to kind of um, to kind of get together in your mind and then to make it to make it awesome. You really have to have notes and and everything together um, because otherwise, you know, you might be a little rusty at first and, and you're gonna have struggle at first. But you know when when you can really put your stuff together and really have a good idea and something to go off of, um, a lot of people do really well and do a lot of uh, planning, and that, a lot of times that's what makes your content really good. Um, and I'd say just kind of think about it and also practice. You know, jump in front of, set up a camera, set up a, a video camera or a microphone, and just practice. Um, practice talking in front of a mic. Pull out um, some stuff in your room. Um, you know, and and practice talking about talking about the stuff that you love. Also, it has to be a passion. Make sure it's something you really, really like doing. Um, so if it's like a, a movie or uh, or show, or maybe you're passionate about technology, um, because that way, that way, your true self kind of comes out. Of what you want, you want to show that you are that what you're talking about. Uh, that is your heart and soul. That's your passion. Um, and that is one thing that you'll see a lot of YouTubers and a lot of uh, people doing what we're doing. Um, that's kind of how you get started talking about stuff that you love to do. Uh, am I am I right? <laughs> amen. That's all I could say. Just amen, amen to that brother. Yeah. To the um, choir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. Hey, you know, look, I had good, a good, good person that inspired me. Look at all the actors and characters that uh, that that we that you and I and that a lot of other people have grown up with, right? You have Goku, you have uh, all your classic cartoons, Tom and Jerry, and then all your actors, right? All your all your amazing actors and people behind the scenes, right? So, and a lot of them do inspiring messages. So, look, if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing. Chip <laughs> is magic. Watch My Little Ponies, Strawberry Shortcake, Barney Teletubbies. You know, our old classics. How about uh, you, you ever, Have you ever checked out Robot Chicken <laughs> on Adult Oh, t- <laughs> yeah, way to rip your childhood to pieces. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, I, I would recommend that one as an inspiration. I recommend that if you're just looking to like poke fun and stuff. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I the those Nintendo parodies that they do, like Super <laughs> Mario, and yeah, I'm not gonna get into those here because I think they might be a little eighteen plus, but I don't know. Uh, but we can just mention Robot Chicken, but not like the content in the show. I don't oh. think we we're allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, pretty solid advice. So you can self promote or plug in anything like social media platforms since. We're finally at our, we're at the final destination. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, um, if you guys haven't already, uh, 
definitely check out uh, our website, DNA Anime Blog. Um, we have a, we have actually, you can just go to these, just type it in Google. If you type in dnaanimeblog.com, you'll find our domain page, um, which has a list of all kinds of stuff on there. Um, check out, you can also check out our, um, check us out on YouTube. So we have DNA Studios. Uh, if you uh, look us up on YouTube, you'll find it over our first podcast is out. Uh, check that out. That's really cool. Um, you can also find us uh, on Twitter uh, at DNA Anime Blog 2016. And you can also find us on Instagram at blog. Follow us there if you'd like. Uh, we also have a Reddit page if you guys want to check us out on Reddit. I think we're still doing some updates on our Reddit, but uh, definitely check us out. We have our uh, we have a Reddit is called uh, Hang on a sec here. Um, we have a Reddit page. It's actually pretty cool. It, it is. Dang it. Uh, forgive me for a second here because it, the name escapes me for a minute here. Um, dang it. And a second. It. I can't believe I. Oh, oh, drill down there. And it's called a talk about look. I'm sorry, I forgot the name for a second. I apologize. So go check out our uh, Reddit page if you guys want to. And uh, yeah, um, that's pretty much it, I guess. Um, as Spike or as uh, Spike would say, stay gold. Or uh, I'm sorry, it's too young to stay gold. It's like it's a bang. <laughs> time or what are some of your favorite quotes life quotes or just quotes in general that you live by well do you want to well i mean are do you're talking anime quotes or just or just kind of kind of life things in general anime quotes you could say life quotes just um so, once that really left a huge impact um in your soul like in your life that you would like to share with the audience uh out so, there on the internet so one of the biggest things, and this is one of the big ones to me, and it's one that Steve Bloom mentions a lot in his uh, when he goes, it's that fall down seven times, get up. Um, that is a huge one, and that has pushed me forward uh, with my life, and it's always inspires me to do better and improve. Um, same thing with uh, positivity. Any of the tsunami positivity that you watch on. Always are inspiring. I'm always watching over and over. Um, and those all are huge inspirations. Um, as well as Dragon Ball Z, if you watch Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball Super, um, there's a lot of stuff about not giving up and friendship and and, yeah, and, and a, uh, being persistent uh, and just you know just just you know, just to keep trying. You know, even even when things are not going your way. Um, and that's been a lot of what pushed me forward um and then also people uh when you meet people that do stuff like for example this podcast uh people who do highly successful podcasts and who um have internet shows and stuff like that that's uh that's huge um and that can also inspire you and push you forward uh so meeting the actors and behind the scenes and stuff like that that pushes you to 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 do better um so yeah, and, but yeah, the biggest one is the uh, 
fall down seven times and get up eight. It's one of my biggest uh, inspirations. And also one of the, the biggest, I guess, uh, phrases or kind of inspirational speeches, if you want to call it that, um, that really pushed me forward. So. Am I quotes? Uh, hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of one. Uh, hmm. uh, I can't think of one at the moment. Uh, if I do, I'll let you know. I can't think of it right exactly at the moment. Other than just never give up. <laughs> yeah. I can think of right now. Uh. That's totally fine. So any yeah. last words you would like? Oh, I'm sorry? Oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I was going to ask you this final question. Any last words you would like to say for all of the people out there on the internet before we wrap up the podcast interview? Well, uh, I'd like to give a big shout out to everybody who has followed us or supporting us or listening to this podcast um, or who is currently uh, helping us on Discord or whatever you're doing. Right? If you're even just paying attention or listening. Uh, that's a big help, and you guys deserve a shout out. Uh, thank you to the whole community. So, uh, thank you all. Um, yeah, and um, I guess any quotes to close out, I guess, this podcast? I know you've already said it, but what would be your biggest one that you would want to end um, this off on? Well, um, I'm going to say, say this believe in yourself, don't stop believing in yourself. Uh, and and don't give up. Um, don't let someone tell you you can't. Uh, uh, keep pushing forward, even if you have to take a a different approach or a, a different route um, to the way you're going to achieve your goal. Still, still, uh, never give up on your passion life or your goal because you you never know you might get to do that one thing that you love, and uh, and and anything is possible. Uh, if you if you are passionate enough and you are persistent enough, you will be able to do what you love. So keep trying and and uh, and uh, and uh, don't let people tell you you can't. Squapping, <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> Okay, so if I have any last words, just do it. I'm not gonna but, scream, yeah. but yeah, just just do it. Gotta it's, do what you gotta it's, do. It's to go even further beyond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna become. I'm gonna be the king of the pirates, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna become the next Hokage. Okay, I'm gonna yeah, be yeah. the next Pokemon master. <laughs> Well, you know, I was I was gonna play the the the, the whole Dragon Ball Z thing. I, I'm the hope of the universe, right? You know, I am the hope of the universe. I, I, I the, the, the holy light in the darkness. Yeah, but no, I'm not gonna go. <laughs> I'm not gonna go to that one. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. I am Son Goku, yeah, yeah. ally to good nightmare to you. Nightmare to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm the bacon in the fridge. <laughs> that bridge thing. Yeah, the Alpha and the Omega. I'm the terror that flaps in the night. I am Son Goku, and I'm the Super <laughs> Saiyan. 
Yeah. So yeah, thank you folks for tuning in um, for this exceedingly long episode. And if you'd like to see more, more episodes will be on the way. Just stay tuned and keep on a good sharp eye out on my social media. Um, Twitter, SoundCloud, you know what, Facebook, all of these other websites that I'll link um, in the description. But yeah, Twitter, CCC, Discord, all of these um, social media hotspots. Um, stay tuned for more updates and more episodes will be coming out relatively soon. This is Mystic Robert, a.k.a. Robert Jackson, and I shall talk to you all. I shall see you all later. So yeah, until then, ta-ta lovelies, and I bid you adieu. So catch y'all later, and um, yeah, um, out of rhyme. Wait, what was that one quote that Sonic says? From now on, um, looks like I got a juice. See you later. Time to speed, King. Wee. Take care, y'all. Love y'all. Stay safe. Stay vaccinated. Keep healthy. Social distance. Yada yada yada. Whatever the CCC tells you to, and wear a mask and do what other healthy thing that you're supposed to be doing and work out exercise and just do jumping jacks push-ups sit-ups do it just do it you gotta get your heart racing and get your blood flowing man it's good for you don't just sit in front of your computer's tv screen and watch anime eating your chips and soda with your cheeto puffs all over you why do i sound like filthy frank i need to stop talking now i've just been rambling on way too much way too long i need to stop myself so yeah all i'm gonna say is love y'all y'all are really healthy and lovely and Good people, and I love you and appreciate you all. Bye. Hugs, kisses, mooshes, mooshes, love, love, heart, heart, hearts, hearts, turtle, doves, oves, whatever. Bye. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for the playing. For Thank you so much for the watching by a podcast. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, goodbye. Later, peeps. See ya. Here, y'all. Peace. Peace.